She grew up in an Indiana town, had a good-looking mama who never was around, but she grew up tall and she grew up bright with the Indiana boys on the Indiana nights. Wish I had my harmonica right now. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been amazing if you yeah. did that. Oh, man, right. that was great. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks for opening up the show that way, David. My pleasure. <laughs> Guys, welcome to the show. Thanks, Thank you. A little Happy bit of a track for you. No? Three Tiny hours. bit of a track. Three hours. Not too bad. No, it was good. Ontario's yeah. a small province. <laughs> One flat road the whole way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Okay, so on my right, I've got Keith, and on my left, i got David, right? And uh, Shelter. We're going to talk about Shelter, but we're also going to talk about Young Electric as well, yep. too, right? Yep. We're going to talk a lot of interesting things about uh, what you started, I guess, not long, like a little... 11 little months ago. Eight, 11 yeah. months ago. Yeah. Wow, eh? And what was the brainchild? Like, what was that point that you all of a sudden saw something needs to be done? Working with a general contractor for three years right out of school, I was used to doing everything online. And then when I actually got to site and I started using pen and paper and notepads and sticky notes and... Because that's how site was doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Every site does that. Support. <laughs> that's the way I was paper. taught to do yeah, things, right? Yeah. Uh, and I'll explain it in a story. But, you know, when COVID hit, we used to have lineups on site waiting to sign in on the pen and paper sheet right in front of the site. I remember those days. Right? So yeah. we have lines up... 50 contractors, right? All lined up at the beginning of the day. It would take us an hour to transition all the contractors onto the construction site at the condo building. So what I did was I was like, guys, why don't we put together a QR code? So we littered the fence with QR codes. So all the guys would then walk to site, scan the QR code, sign in, and it went from an hour to 10 minutes, right? So that, that was the start of sort of the catalyst moment of, you know, there are many things in construction that we can automate and I could help the company that I'm working at. Um, and we spent a couple of years implementing those technology tools. And then um, it got to the point where I thought I could broaden my audience to many general contractors and took a leap of faith 11 months ago. And here we are today. Here we are right now. Yeah. So let me share the deets here. So I got David Mill here from Shelta and it's www.shelta.app. And you want me to share the number, the phone number, yours? Is that your yeah. cell or anything? My I cell. Always, I always ask just in case, even though I've done the stupid thing of putting my number on the <laughs> notes. And I love all the marketing calls that I get and all the crap <laughs> that I get. 226-387-6758. His email is dmill at shelta. It's spelled S-C-E-L-T-A dot C-A. Yeah. That's right. And then on IG, it's shelta.app and also on LinkedIn. Uh, and then got Keith Young here. Young Electrical Services. Triple W, Young Electrical Services. Um, hot? No. Dossier. Dossier, sorry. Oh, you wrote dot. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> dot <laughs> ca uh two, number you want me to give up the number they can just go to the instagram that's or what the, i thought okay keith at young electric ca and it's young electric underscore find them on ig and also linkedin and there's a youtube channel as well too young electrical services ltd uh quick shout out i'm wearing chris carpenter carpenter co uh his hoodie that he gave me which is great thank you so much i'll wear your swag on a future show okay. i like wearing if you guys get a chance peek underneath the table it's literally winners down there it's like full of nice. all kinds of stuff down there i also want to do one more shout out to the great folks at tools in the trades uh boot camp um i'm very impressed that uh they've finally accomplished 190 boot camps and still growing so they're doing amazing work they're inviting more and more people into construction so everybody i encourage you to go to triple w tools in the trades.ca and email them at bootcamp at tools in the trades.ca okay all right so i like that you started this app because from what little I know about it, it's going to be beneficial if you're a contractor, right? Just pan down. So you're you're a tradie, so you you you've seen it, you've worked with it. So how long you've been at it now, working with it? 
Uh, how long have it, how long has Young Electric been on it? We've been on it for five months. Yeah, five months. So we had a little bit of a trial period for both of us. I think David was trying to get his feet, you know, under him with the app, and we were, you know, kind of trying to figure out if it's what we wanted. So we had a we had a break in period, but I mean, hardcore, like full on. I think we've been the company's been basing day to day operations on Shelter for five months. So I guess two questions. Was it easy for you and was it easy for the crew? Because I don't know if it's the same answer. So it's the, 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 the original conversation when uh, one of my office guys says, hey, this guy, you know, he called me, says he has such and such. I'm like, yeah. So you guys didn't know each other, right? No. Knew of each other. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just through previous contracts and contractors. But so my office guy, you know, he kind of gives me the pitch. Yeah, he's, he says he could do this, he could do that. And I, my usual was like, yeah, cool. Well, yeah, sounds great. Haven't heard that. You've before, heard it. Right? Like I think every <laughs> tradesperson yeah. in construction so it's has heard like, this. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. He said, he said, he just wants to come see us. I said, no problem. Schedule a meeting, have him come to the shop. And then, I mean, it took David probably 20 minutes to sell me on it. And I'm, I've been in the trade a long time. I've done. You get sold all the time. I've That's done, the thing but I've done it. most, most of my career in life has been pen to paper. Yeah. I mean, very minimal. Short of an email, I mean, everything else was pen and paper, right? Time cards, time sheets, pen and paper. Two by fours. Everything. Yeah, <laughs> right? Like, um, But, it, yeah, honestly, it took me 20 minutes. And, I mean, I'm not saying David's a salesman, but he, he showed me firsthand how it would work. And I said, listen, if you can make it do exactly what you're telling me, let's give it a shot. And he said, it'll do this. So, David, what's your construction background? So I worked in construction for three years with a large general contractor who worked on multi-residential projects and hotels. Okay. So I've done four condo projects and a holiday inn, and that's pretty much the basis of my construction experience that's over three lot, years. Man. Like, yeah. Yeah. I had great mentors, great teachers at the company I was at. I, I still keep in touch with them to this day, um, and they know about my tools, and they know about the company, and they're very supportive of it, so I'm grateful for that. Um, great site supervisors who had been in the trade for 30 years, you know, we had a rocky start with a few of them. Um, a kid coming from school telling him, hey, I got this new tech opportunity for you. It's going to make our life way easier. They heard it over and, and over. they're like, sure, kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and uh, But once we got over that hump and um, I listened, it, you had to listen, right? Because a lot of times people will come and pitch you on things and say, this is the way it's going to be. But we took a totally different approach. We just sat there and listened. We just asked questions. Did you, I was just curious, Dave, did you see more or listen more you know what i mean by that because from your years of experience the same with you kids probably the same thing like we see it every day like we Mm -hmm. see where there's holes in the efficiency of construction and so i'm just wondering did you see it more or did you listen more to develop this further right well it actually started with the customers themselves so the people who would buy the condos from us tradespeople that no, the, the end user. The end user. Really? So it started with them because when they would come into our showrooms, we would show them a whole stack of samples and paper that would say, hey, these are your upgrades. These are your selection options. And I was tasked with meeting with those owners and helping them through that process. And we would sit there for hours going over, here's your carpet. Here's your hardwood. Here's your cabinet finish. Here's your handle. And I thought, this is a, this is a long, strenuous process. And at the time, I was playing around with car configurators. I thought, there's got to be a way for us to have a home configurator. So I put a few friends of mine together who were in software development at university. And I said, hey, let's build a configurator for homes. And we ended up building one that gave you a 3D virtual reality setting of your future home. 
So you can go around, touch the walls, touch the floors, touch the cabinets, and they would change color based on the builder's preferences that were being offered. And um, once I saw them go from the struggle, and actually I went through it with my own family, with my grandmother, my nonna. She was downsizing from a two-story home to a ranch. Okay. And uh, I remember sitting in showrooms with her, and she would whisper to me in Italian, like, you know, I have no shelter, which means choice. <laughs> yeah. Hence why I named the company after her, because when I showed her the, the tool, and I was like, this is your future ranch, this is your future home, and when she saw it, her face just lit up. And she went from tears to now a big smile on her face. And then I asked my boss, hey, do you mind if we use this for the next few condos we build? And I showed him the tool, he gave me his blessing, and we ended up using that tool. And just seeing everyone's reaction, we eliminated all the paper. So as soon as the, the customers would come on, they would pick their finished selections. It would create an automated summary for the owner, as well as for the a scope of work for the subcontractor. So now my job was sort of obsolete because I don't know, I no longer had to do the, the paperwork for the customer or the paperwork for the subcontractor. So it's kind of my way of making my job a lot easier. Smarted yourself out of a job. Yeah. But the, the data of it was we were saving all that time, but we were also making far more profits on the entire project as a whole. Because now our project managers didn't have to sit down with customers and spend their valuable time picking out selections. And on the flip side, the customers were willing to spend more on their upgrades because they could actually visualize them. So instead of me offering you, Manny, a $7,000 fireplace on a piece of paper, I'm going to show you that fireplace in your finished home with the trim, with the wall paint, with the tile. And then you're going to say, you know, that looks pretty good. I'm actually willing to spend that $7,000. So we had a couple hundred percent increase in spending in addition to the couple hundred hours we saved. So you were discovering that it was the way that the options were explained to the end user that was consuming time. And displayed. Explained the way and, they were and displayed. displayed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so when she saw it, it made sense to her, even though she was watching it on a digital pad. Yeah. Well, a big example was a handle. So picking out cabinet handles is, is not an easy feat, right? So I would sit down with her and I'd show her 10 handles. She's like, how can I pick a handle? I can't even see my cabinets. So then I, I created a 3D virtual reality setting of her cabinets and just cycled through four or five handles. And as soon as I was Until able to do she, that, she's like, that's the one. That's the one that I want. And then... And why can't you just convert that to other widgets that belong in construction, right? Yeah. And so we did. Accent Smart. walls, fireplaces, barbecue outlets, plugs, light fixtures, under cabinet lighting, countertop options. Yeah. yeah I mean, the, the, the model you showed me, I remember vividly that you were even able to change the color of the light. So you can go 3K, 4K. The temperature. Yeah. And the time of day. And then, yeah, he would adjust the time of day. <laughs> And then it would adjust the light. So, okay, maybe I like 3K during the day, but 3K is not going to look good at night. And I was like, wait a minute. What are we looking at here? He's like, yeah, what, I can make it whatever you want. Yeah. So how far can you take it then? Can you? Because I know that 10 years plus ago, some designers were tinkering around with what you just explained, right? Mm -hmm. and, and I think where they lost traction or even guidance was they were getting too married to specific brand names that were associated with the products that they were trying to implement into the presentation, right? Mm -hmm. So you you now had limitations. Now you were more focused on the brand partnership instead of the end user, which I, in yes. my mind, has always been the end user. Like get to the point and figure out, I mean, the world is so small nowadays that there's so many products. It's just mm -hmm. a matter of how to get it to us. But there's a, that's also an easy thing outside of the pandemic years. Yeah. But that's an easy thing to achieve these days, right? Yeah. So it's smart that you guys were looking at it that way. And interesting you say that for the end user, 
because we have so much data we've collected now yeah. from the app, we've done hundreds of homes. I can tell you what the most popular tile is in all, all across Canada. I can tell you what the most popular hardwood is. You know, it's Calcutta Oro, right? Or it's a an oak sandalwood hardwood, right? And then we suggest to the builders, based on our previous data points, these are the best-selling hardwoods. These are the best-selling light fixtures. These are the best-selling cabinets. And and then they have that data so they can better provide options to their owners. Well, I know which one cabinet-wise is the best-selling in yeah. Canada, right? It's like Shaker. Shaker, bullshit. yeah. But uh, what would the tile In white. Be? In white. And I'm just curious, what would tile be like the most popular? The Mayfair Calcutta Oro. So it's like a Mayfair Statuario with, it's a white marble tile yeah, with the veins running yeah, through yeah, it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. In a matte finish. Yep. And that was our most popular seller. So then we started ordering that in bulk, right? So was it easier to communicate to the trades versus the end user? Or did they absorb it just as easily as the end user? Well, I think that was our biggest difference between us and designers. So designers will put together these beautiful renderings and they do a great job of it. Yeah. But what we focused on was the data output of the rendering that we chose. So as soon as the owner made their selections, we would then print out a data sheet, which is room by room, finish by finish, on a floor plan as to what you need to install. And you walk into the room, you scan a QR code as the contractor, wow. it populates this QR code, shows you what you need to install, and then you check it off that's completed, and then the general contractor in the office knows you're done. And the owner knows you're done because they get to see the progress on their unit as it's being built. See, it's funny you say that because I remember my early days, especially with the electricians, right? Mm -hmm. They did that exact same thing, but on a notepad and writing it all out. That's, yeah, and I looked at their grocery list and I'm like, I thought it was inventing the wheel. I thought it was right. like pure genius. You yeah. got it all itemized. It's good. It's great. Yeah. It's like amazing. I understand what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. But you still have to write everything out and label and what the cost was for every single one. But yeah. you're taking that to a whole other level at that point, right? Yeah. In the early days, I made really good relationships with all the subcontractors, you know, Keith included, where I would go to them and show them the actual summary and be like, hey, if I were to print this out for you, would you actually want to read it? Would your guys actually read it? And then if you see my summary today... It's exactly how these subcontractors told me they want it to look. Yeah. I didn't and choose. it looks that way. Yeah. Who, like, who am I to choose, right? It's, it's, it's what they're going to read. Right? That's what's most yeah, important. I mean, let's be serious. Like, you could take 10 electricians, 10 plumbers, 10 HVAC guys. We could all be from different backgrounds, but we're all going to describe something very similar. We're all yeah. going to have a very similar approach to exactly what needs to be done, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's very simple for you. Yeah. To see that. So you saw the similarities in between the trades. It didn't matter if it was the mechanical trades or if it was carpentry or anybody else tile wise. Well, this is the beauty of it is you can only you only need to see what's involved with you. So if you're the painter, yeah. you're only going to see room name and your paint. If you're the electrician, you're only going to see outlets, light fixtures, and what you need to install. So you don't get convoluted with an entire unit summary where you have to scroll through and find where your tasks are. It's just your tasks. Right. So it's, you don't spend that time scrolling. So this is right? nice because it basically takes us right back to what we want both sides, like the homeowner, the end user, and we yeah. want the tradesperson to commit. Yeah. Like there's commitment at this point because mm -hmm. now you're committing to the exact scope of work that you priced out. Yeah. This is what we're going to deliver. These are the products we're going to use. This is what we're going to install. This is what you're going to get. And this is what you're paying for. Yeah. And there's mm -hmm. no misunderstanding at that point. And the trades like it as well because we go to them and we say, hey, what upgrades do you want to offer? So I'll go up to the electrician and say, hey, what lighting packages do you want to offer? I'll go up to the cabinet guy and say, hey, what upgrades can you give me for backsplash? I'll go to my 
you know, flooring supplier and be like, what's it going to cost to do hardwood throughout the whole unit with no carpet? And he'll be like, uh, $4,000, let's say, for a thousand square foot unit. So then we'll offer that on the site. And then all of a sudden people are like, I don't want carpet. I want hardwood throughout. And then I send that hardwood supplier. All right. After submitting this to 150 owners, 85 of those owners are going to pay four grand extra for your contract to put hardwood in. And now they're like, Dave, can I give you a hug? You know, like, because mm. now we're going to them and saying, what can you offer beyond your scope? Right. And then they start to think like, hey, I can offer some cool things. So you're still working with the trades and you're, I guess you're in a constant evolving state mm. of what you're providing, right? How to put it all together. Yeah. I mean, the scope's there. It's the benefit of, you know, those extras being predetermined, mm-hmm. pre-discussed, and then, you know, allocating, um, you know, exactly describing to the end user exactly what you're going to get, right? It's not going to be in the end like, oh, well, I, that's, that's, that's not totally what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So I don't know if I really want to pay for that now or, you know, such and such. It's, it's, it's done. It's there. You've seen it. You've approved it. You've had time to think about it. You know, I'd like to try something here where, because you're familiar with it, um, walk us through getting the client and a scope of work. You can generalize Mm -hmm. the scope of work Mm -hmm. and how much time is attached to that and versus how much time is saved achieving the same amount of scope of work from you guys. Like, can you walk us through that? Well, I think the biggest thing, like, it's going to be different, you know, obviously per job, but I think the biggest benefit that the market that David hit was the, the apartments, right? I mean, you're building a, you know, 30 unit apartment building. These units are being sold, right? They're not being rented. So you're not doing cookie cutter. Each one's going to have its own, you know, nuances. And I think that's where David's really struck it, where it's like, I can, I can put all three units into this program. You can make them whatever you want. And then me is the, you know, the subcontractor. I'm like, okay, yep. So I'm not going, I'm not, I can't put a per, a per square foot number to this. No, because it doesn't exist. Look at this one. This one's That's what I mean is I'm getting rid of this and I'm using the word commitment on both sides now. Yeah. That's what's going on here. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I guess with you, you coming in and you didn't have, you know, Shelter, you, you didn't have this going in. It'd no. be a notepad. You come in yeah. and count, count, count. And there's the ESA code and then the building code. Well, it's that, but it's also, you know, so I got a, so I go to the contractor, contractor says, you know, Homeowner wants to do this that's different. Okay, I'll price it. I price it to the contractor. Uh, there's always a middle person that I don't need, more or yeah. less, right? It's like, okay, yeah, I'll send you the price. You give them the price. Then in the end, it's like, well, that's not exactly what I want. It's like, well, that's the information I had that I gave you, right? So where Dave is like, nope, this is exactly what they've seen. They, they've physically seen it. It worked. It's what they wanted. Keith, price it to that. And I know... Hundred percent, they're in. Right, it's predetermined. So I would come to Keith beforehand and say, yeah. "Hey, Keith, we have a sixty-unit condo, three floor plans. Can you provide me with five upgrades for each floor plan?" So then Keith and his team will go back to the office, put together five upgrades. Whether it's you know cove lighting, under cabinet lighting, additional island pendant, he'll come back to me like, "Dave, it's going to cost this much for X, X, and X for this floor plan type one, type two, and type three. I then populate that onto the site so they can visualize it. That way, when Keith receives my order of upgrades, he knows floor plan one needs these upgrades for unit 101, 107, 109. So it's predetermined. So Keith doesn't have to come. He only has to do it once. He only tells me his price once. It's valid for 12 months. And then I tell him at the end of the project, hey, Keith, here you go. Here's your contract with all the upgrades that have been selected at the price you set for me. Are your suppliers still keeping true to 12-month windows? Yeah. I mean, 
that's the other benefit too, right? If we know this is coming down the pipeline, well, then we're discussing that, you know, we, we're going to need this many pot lights. So right. you know, we discussed this. You already negotiate that. Or yeah. on pre-buying stuff, right? Like yeah. if I know it's happening, it's like, okay, I don't need to wait till finish to buy that material. I'm, right. I'm confident that that's what it's going to be. So, you know, I'm pricing that, I'm spending time, and then I bring that material in. I don't have to sit and wait, you know, for it to show up. I have it already. It's yeah. ready to go. What was the first thing that you saw was different doing it this way? So I had never really used anything of this nature um, building-wise, right? So, I mean, just being able to, I mean, pick, put myself in the shoes of the end user, like being able to see these things, right? Yeah. Like I can, I can envision, like I could sit in this room and envision a pot light layout, right? And then the homeowner will sit down and they'll go, okay, I need three pot lights. It's like, no, no you need four yeah. or you need six. And they're like, well, why? It's like, well, it's just not going to work, right? They can see it. They can click on it. They could turn the light off and on. They can dim it. Like, you know, it's just, it takes away me having to try to explain things to people that just isn't, you're just it's seeing, not going to hit. You're seeing the grocery list now, no. right? So that's why you're focused more on continuing that grocery list. Yes. And having all these options that are, I guess, like back to your grandmother, it's just like you're pinpointing exactly where the, this client's going to go. Yes. So what we do is we offer the upgrades in each room step. So when you're in the kitchen, there's 10 upgrades. When you're in the bedroom, there's three upgrades. When you're in the bathroom, there's eight upgrades. But then when you get to the, the very end, the things you can't visualize, but we know you want to purchase, we'll put in what we call a shopping cart. So when you get to the final stage of building your home, you reach the shopping cart. Do you want a garburator? You know, something you can't visualize, but you you might want. If you want a um, a vacuum system throughout the entire house, you want a central vac. That's something you can't necessarily visualize, but you might want. Um, do you want a finished basement, right? These are things that you can't necessarily visualize, but you want to know what's included in a finished basement. Do you want a rough-in for a third bathroom? Again, pot filler, EV charger. These are all things that are offered above and beyond. So do there's you, up to a hundred items. Do you do you currently have how many trade how many different trades do you have working with your system right now with the app? We work with general contractors. Okay. And then whatever trades that they have will adopt the program. They'll have to adopt yeah. it. They'll come jump on board from there, right? Yeah. But have they all, have you been seeing every single one? Or has there been one that's saying this is not applicable to us? This is not our it's not gonna work for us. So unless they're installing finishes, if they're, if they're installing anything but finishes, then probably not. So if you're, you know, the window installer or the mason, this doesn't really apply to you necessarily. Yeah. Anything within the home is, it applies to the finished people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's been like a pretty simple adoption. Like these guys have just been, once they, the light bulb, like lack of a better, it's light bulb is just moment. Yeah. And it makes sense to them. Well, what they were getting before is just in a more easy to read digestible way. And it holds them accountable. So then what's your goal now is like you want to move forward and you want to just get more and more tradespeople interested in at least experimenting and trying this out because the proof is in the pudding, right? Yes. Simple so as that. To be quite honest with you, this is actually isn't the tech implementation that I was going to discuss with you today. Yeah. This was a tool that I built while I was at that general contractor yeah. Yeah. that um, gave me the confidence to then go to take it to this, right? To take it to this. Yeah, and now, exactly. Because I developed such good relationships with the subcontractors by using this app platform, because we had about 30 subcontractors that I have to coordinate with, um, including Young Electric, that I can now have relationships with. And they said, hey, you built this technology for that GC. What about building a technology for my company? And then my friend's company, and then that plumbing company. So then we started taking our technology abilities, and the condo market took a bit of a dip. Mm -hmm. So all the contracts we had for new builds and new condos kind of got put on hold. 
So then my team and I were like, let's take a pivot. Let's go away from developers and GCs for this year and focus solely on contractors, the people on the ground. So that's when I gave Keith a call. That's when I gave carpentry companies a call. That's when I gave the plumbers a call. And I said, guys, hey, remember me from that project? We built that tech. How would I build a tech for you now? It's interesting because um, as much as I respected the mechanical trades, yeah, it's that grocery list of that they could actually atomize everything. It becomes a little more challenging for carpentry when you're doing trim and you're doing more custom work, which yeah. is also part of finishing, right? Yes. How does that work for a carpenter, a finished carpenter? So a finished carpenter will give me things like door styles, handle styles, different types of handles, and they'll give me three options for custom closets. So you have your base custom closet, which is just your standard rod, a few cubbies, yeah. and you have your more, you know, luxurious higher end. Now you have some pull-out drawers, and then you have, like, the premium, right? The premium is a his and hers closet, right? Pull-out drawers, hang, long hang, short hang, a shoe rack, that sort of thing. So they'll give me the specs, they'll give me the elevations, and then I'll turn those into 3D models, portray them in the screen, and you just click one, two, or three. I'm impressed just because uh, <laughs> nobody's really explained it that way where you can take something that's not as easy for electrical plumbing or HVAC and home automation yeah. where yeah. they, you know, you've seen these invoices, right? Like, well, you create, you generate these yeah. invoices, right? Yeah, exactly. But when it comes into these other trades, it becomes a little more challenging. Same with tiling as well, too. When you're dealing with tiling, whether it's just full tile, full large slabs or whatever it is, mm -hmm. or if it's accents, it's, it's borders, it's uh, it niches, it's like all kinds of stuff. But yeah. all you're doing is itemizing every little detail for every single room. That's what you're doing. Yeah. But you're also doing it so, so far ahead of the curve. Like how, how often are you on a, you know, a new construction build and the kitchen finishes are going to start and here they are now holding up paint colors and now trying to figure out. Yeah, which it's like, pointless. okay, cool. Yeah. Well, guess what? Now we're three months out till you get that product. Yeah. So, I mean, now if you're ahead of it, like you're taking jobs that could have taken, you know, a year to finish, you're chopping it down to half a year because you have these finishes figured out. You've pre-ordered. Everyone knows their task. Everyone know what knows what they're doing, right? So your whole crew now is on this. You guys are on. So we haven't, we haven't fully adopted this one yet. Okay. Um, this is the one that we've, we've, we've tinkered with the model and I'm like, honestly, just that was enough for me to have an interest. Um, this doesn't really gear towards our 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 workload, really, right? We're not we're not chasing a lot of these homes, um, but just having it in front of you, like I said, I mean, we're we're turning lights off and on, we're dragging and dropping lights, dragging and dropping lights, which is in turn reflecting the amount of light output in the room. You're seeing it firsthand, right? Like you're seeing a bright spot, you're seeing a dark spot. Um, did you have wall washers on there? I, I feel like I remember something. Wall sconces. No, I thought you had one with like the wall wash pot light, so you could see the reflections. You'll on the actually walls see the cascade the, from the lumens of like, the light. Yeah, you'll see the the reflection on the paint and how that's going to look. Yeah, that's um, where I I mainly I made that same face and I'm wow. like, hold on, what are we doing here? Is that like, so you're solving a color temperature issue or a color temperature question? Right, but then yeah. it's making you okay. Maybe I don't want that paint color. This, yeah, I would love this light, but I don't love this light with that paint. But that was the other program that you guys were working on back then. But now with, with this app now. Yeah. So just to finish on that one, the cove lighting is a great example. That's one of our highest selling items on the app is when people see their massive living room and they see this step ceiling, this cove yeah. ceiling, yeah. and it's dark up there. And then they just have to click a button and it, all of a sudden you have this beautiful glow around your, your perimeter. Everyone's like, buy, purchase that, need that upgrade, right? <laughs> 
it's just a gorgeous feature. Yeah. Had you um, explained it to him, though, or had I explained yeah. it to him? Okay, right. yeah. listen, we're going to put a cove light up here. It's going to avoid these shadows, and they're going to yeah, go. Yeah, you can, you can talk yeah, to the cows. Okay, like, let me oh, look on. This uh, is the crown. This is the detail. Yeah. This is the profile. This is the yeah. step. This is whatever. And there's yeah. still glaze look over their eyes. Yeah, and it's like, okay, am I, am I, hitting, am I hitting home? Are you understanding? And they're then, you know, they'll, they'll say, no, I'm good until it's done. But you can take that. Listen, I get excited by really well laid out mechanical rooms. I don't yep. like, listen, I trust me, I love kitchens and, and I love even home gyms and I, they're all beautifully done in bedrooms and you can do a tray ceiling, you could do cove, you could do all that. I love all that shit. But the thing is that when you do a really well thought serviceable mechanical room and if you can somehow incorporate the panel and the home automation and the heating and cooling and you have a large enough space there that everything's properly all done, but you can apply all that, that cove lighting. You can show what this mechanical room is going to look for the homeowner and explain to them any person that comes in here because they will eventually have to come in here for servicing yeah. is going to be very respectful of your property. Or you're telling them flat out up front, hey, this isn't big enough. This is There's yeah. not enough real estate in this room. That's three of us trades to fit yeah. in here, right? Like, okay, I, I have to be there. You have to have a, a panel in this room. You have to have a furnace. Okay, good. Okay, well, what about a gas manifold? Now we're going to cram that guy in the corner, right? Like, it's if you're getting ahead on this stuff, I mean, it just it changes. I think it changes the contractor himself because now he can be like, oh, wow, I'm a lot more confident in telling you what I'm telling you. Yeah, you'd be surprised how many clients don't have any idea what a, a well-thought, placed, installed, designed gas water manifold should look like mm -hmm. i've seen what the monkeys have done but i what it should look like and it's actually pretty impressive when you explain to them where this is already your grocery list that you've given me regarding your barbecue output your stove output pool output or whatever but the thing is in the future you might want i don't know a sauna you want my all kinds of stuff right. so we want to be prepared for that as well too mm -hmm. And you can show them that on that on, on this app. You can show them that. Anything with a product number, a SKU number, a reference number can be converted into a 3D model and shown to you. Now, here's the stupid question, because there'll be several from me, right? Because I'm not on that side of the tech fence. Contractors, it's time to empower your business with Shelta Tech implementation. Shelta is offering a free meeting to tackle your biggest pain points head on. Their goal, to develop a custom company app that's built just for you. Their goal, to develop a custom company app that's built just for you, solving your pain points, streamlining your processes, making your workday smoother. Here's the scoop. There's a $15,000 digital adoption grant available, and Shelta is an expert at helping you secure it. This isn't just funding. It's your stepping stone into a new era of digital efficiency. By your second meeting, you'll get a tailor-made company playbook, a software prototype designed with your input, project tracking, real-time budget management, and daily logs all integrated into a single app. It's tech that works for you, not the other way around. Shelta isn't just offering tech, they're offering transformation. Join the community of 93 subcontractors who have already stepped up their game with Shelta Tech. Two meetings, countless opportunities. Ready to make a move? Visit Shelta.app. Let's pave the way to a smarter, tech-driven future. Shelta Technology, custom tech solutions for the modern contractor. Are you keeping all the data attached to every single product that's being used in here? So then if any servicing is needed in the future, there's somewhere to go to. So the nice thing is, is upon purchasing your home, you get a library of the items and finishes and their SKU numbers within your home. So it's a home uh, servicing library. So you can always reference back to those. Yeah, like that's amazing. And where does it stay with, with 
who's to stay with? In a digital library. So you just click in on the item that you own within the room. It has all your details, your past warranties on it, your receipts, anything along those lines. So you're not that tray that's in the mechanical room looking at something going, is that a two or a one? Is that a five? Yeah. No. <laughs> Everything's digital. We're, we're totally against the paper copies. Like paint colors. What's, isn't that the most notorious one? Oh, it's this color. And then you go buy it and you're like, oh, nope, wasn't that color. Yeah. Anything you pick during your journey will live with you for the longevity of your home. And then you can pass it off to the next homeowner. I got a tricky one for you, Dave. Okay. David, um, can you show age on paint color? Age. Light reflection, warmth, time of day, lumens, but age, we'd have to have a separate layer Okay. for an older paint. Yeah. And then that layer could then be superseded on top. Based on certain parameters of how much UV would be entering, I guess based on the geographic location of the home and sundial, I guess. like that. But you can eventually... If I had a reference to base it off of, that yeah. would be far more helpful. But I can't promise I could do it just off. No, no, no. I'm just slate. curious because that's always what I've been fascinated by. Like um, age and UV, worn out, yeah. hardwood flooring. Yeah, what's yeah. this flooring going to look like after the sun's been on it? Yeah. yeah. like we. I mean, everyone knows the go-to when you, you're dealing with tiger wood, hardwood. If you put a rug down yeah. within two years or whatever, you're going to start to see the sun has just taken away from that, right? Yeah. But that's just another element that I would think. Yeah. But I don't think homeowners are at that level where they start looking at Maybe it's because the app's going around right now on TikTok showing people how they're going to age from 30s to 60s. So I'm like, why can't you do that for your home as well? What this room is going to look like, right? So Do we trust that those are right, though? No, they're all BS, right? So plus, you don't know what's exactly going to happen in a room over time and who patched that hole in the wall or what happened if the kid was swinging from the fire, the fan or something like that. But yeah, no, I just thought about age because I know pain is one thing. Age factors in at that point. So it's just fascinating that that app has got that stuff going on there, right? Yeah, and one important point to touch upon is the psychology of human decision-making, right? So understanding that we're not offering 10 paint colors or 15, right? You could if you'd like. However, we always recommend to builders to offer four to eight, right? Because oftentimes when you have a number of selections in front of you, the more you have, the more difficult the decision is going to become, right? So we try to can, you know coach builders in a sense to set the parameters. Set yeah, but the you fact, know what the top... And we'll tell you are. what the top ones yeah. that are going to sell, but... But that's applicable to trades as well, too. Yeah. Because the, you guys are installing for the, the end user. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there is, as much as I, I hate it, the shaker panel cabinet is there. Yeah. And Chantilly Lace is there. Like, yeah. all these are, those are the go-to. So you already have your top three, if not your top five, easily there. Already done. So is it almost a process where you, and but you've touched a little bit on this at the beginning, where you're interviewing the tradesperson. Yes. You're getting a sense of, who they are as an individual, what yeah. they've built as a career, mm-hmm. and what kind of business they're growing Yes, to get an idea of where your starting line is, right? Yeah. So I always want to know, as well as the pain points, is what their goals are, right? Where Keith wants to go, right? And then I try to help him map getting there by empowering him with technology and tools. How many employees you got, Keith? Uh, we got uh, 12. 12, eh? And then how, long, how old's your business? 2016 I started. Okay, so it's relatively young. Yeah, pretty young. And then where are you planning on taking it? And has that vision changed since you started adopting this? Um, So I think we did. We did do a good job. Like, I've always been pretty proactive with, like, it was was paper, paper to pen, right? But we we had systems in place that, you know, for lack of better terms, I had stolen from previous employers, passed down. We all done it. Like, hey, this worked really good. Big brain, yeah. I enjoyed doing this, right? So we... We kept a lot of data 
pen and paper. I mean, even David said, wow, you like, okay, you, you have everything I need to do this because we did a good job, but now we do an even better job. Um, but it's a better job, but it's an easier job for staff, which has been beneficial, which just leaves more time for everyone, right? Like it's just, it's, it's bound to happen. The more time that you can make up in a day, the more stuff you can get done. And we've, we've noticed that significantly. So is it a matter of your workforce is coming in better prepared now? And they're, and they're answering questions that are on that day a lot faster. We're, we're giving them relevant, relevant information a lot faster. Like we're setting, they know everything, everything they need to know about a job. They have it in the app. So if they're calling us for a question, it's, you know, it's fine, but it's obviously not something that's involved with the information in the app. We're now, we're outside of that, right? Now we're talking about an extra or it's just, you know, specific things. Like they have everything they need. So as a business owner, do you expand your workforce or do you shorten your days or do you do both or do you take on more work? Uh, it'll definitely open up the avenue for us to be more confident in taking on more work. Okay. Yeah. Like it's like we have, you know, I would call us a small company. We're a small company who has a program that can easily grow with us. That is making making us a lot more confident in taking on different kinds of You're jobs. You're not intimidated now. Nothing. No. And you're confident because you're not, oh, crap. Did we put that file, that piece of paper in the right file? Go to do an invoice. Like, oh, crap. I found this from the last job. That job's invoiced. What do I do this file now? Oh, I'm burning on 800 bucks. Like, that doesn't happen now. Now we have everything. We have everything in one place for all the eyes who need to see that stuff. It's in one spot. We can all see it. We can all do it. There's no, there's no confusion. I know before we got recording, you were showing me just, but I mean, we're going to dive into this. I want to dive into some of this too, but you're also connecting it for the, uh, the payroll, the accounting, like you got all the scheduling, like all kinds of, and Google and everything like that. So it's also, I guess, safety as well too. Well, all the safety documentation can be stored in there. So we have a number of contractors who get regular visits from the MML. Of course. Right? And they need to provide safety certifications, yep. working at heights training. Yep. So before they'd have to say, all right, let me come down, run to my truck you know, sift through my papers that live on my dashboard next to my Tim Hortons cup and then pull it out for you and hand it to you. And that was fine. That worked, right? But then we said, okay, now it's just going to live on the apps. So you just click on the employee's name and they have all their safety certifications, everything associated with that employee. They could just, hello, Mr. MOL. Here it is right here. Thank you very much. On to the next person. He has his app. He shows him on his phone, right? Everyone, everything lives on their phones um, or their tablets. Some guys have iPads. But uh, what Keith was mentioning about, Keith did a great job of documenting even before I met him. And that's why he's gotten to where he has without us. Yeah. But what we did was during our tech implementation phase with the company is we would set up on two monitors. So we'd have two screens in our office. Left screen would be a zoomed in version of all of his paper copies. And then right screen, we would be developing their tech exactly how he sees it on his paper copy onto the screen of the tech. So that it didn't change. The only thing that changed is that it eliminated his paper but he's seeing it exactly the way he's used to seeing it just on technology. Because you knew what was going to happen if you yeah. tried to change right. it, right? Well, that's it. Like, I'm not saying I'm not open to change or technology. But, you know, I wasn't in a position to try to start learning something new. Mm-hmm. We're busy. We're, I mean... The, well, technically, the, you are learning something new, but you're learning well, it with a handbook that you've already created. Yeah, well, that's it. Is I'm not taking... I don't have these moments during the day where I'm like, oh, like, shit, now what am I going to do? Like, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. Like, you don't have that. It's 
oh, this is exactly what it was before, and I'm just putting it on my phone. Okay, we'll get to the... Do you want to share the cost, or how does it all work, or breakdown? You want to get into this first? I want to dive into this. Okay, let's dive into this first, yeah. so then people get a better idea, right? So, and I definitely always encourage mm-hmm. everybody to go watch the the show, so then you can get a better insight of this, because we'll try to explain this on audio as best as possible. Yeah. But I think you'd be doing yourself and your business and your employees a, a huge service if you actually watch how this is all unfolding. For sure. And then if there's any more questions, which there might be, yeah. just reach out to you, right? Yeah. Okay. Throughout my journey, I've realized that. You know, myself and many others are very visual people, of course. right? And everyone likes to see things and have tangible things in front of them. And that's what we try to provide to everyone. That's how the configurator actually was born. But as you can see, that's the first meeting we have with everyone is an interview. So we meet with all the key stakeholders on the team. Now that includes everyone, the management team, the individual laborers, the accountants. So we'll spend nearly a full day at your office sitting with each person one-on-one, interviewing them asking them questions about what their day-to-day operations look like. Mm-hmm. And in our minds, we're tracking all the pain that they're feeling. What sucks about your day-to-day job? What don't you like to do? And those are the kind of questions we You're ask. reading body language? You're paying attention to like people that are not telling you the whole truth? You know how business owners are in construction. Yeah. We don't like to let the rabbit out of the hat. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we want to just give you just enough bad points about our business just so then we don't look like morons kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think I've been lucky in the fact that I, I know a lot People of the contractors. Open. People have been open with me because okay. I've worked with them in the past. Yeah. And we've dealt with one another. And they know how I operate and I kind of have a good chance of how they operate. But for someone new, you know, you can tell when people hesitate, right? Of course. They come at you right away. With but they'll open up once you start solving things or yes. suggesting solving things. We gave them everything. Said, yeah. Listen. <laughs> it's pretty carte blanche. <laughs> what are you it. telling me? <laughs> Fix it. Let's have at it. Here's yeah. everything. Let me know if you need anything else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and as you get to know them better, right, we're, we're not a tech company that sits in Silicon Valley at our computers and builds you something and says, go figure it out, right? Yeah. We're in your offices. All of our employees wear steel toe boots with their laptops, and they come in, and we get to know you before anything starts. So that's a real-life picture um, of a couple Shelter team members right there integrating with uh, the sales account manager at a carpentry company named Chris. So Chris is walking us through what his day-to-day sales process looks like. And as he's doing that, we have one software developer developing the features and one sitting next to him actually asking him the questions. Okay. So we'll sit down with them and we'll go through all the interview questions. And I'll show you in the interview, like I was saying, what sucks about your day-to-day job and be very open with us. How can we help you? Because whatever you're going to tell us today, we have a potential solution for, if not 99% of the problems that you have. So it's things like, well, I write my hours down on a timesheet. Okay. In my mind, I put a digital time tracker right here in the top left corner. Okay. I don't know the profitability of my jobs because I'm not tracking them closely enough. Okay. Project budget dashboard here. That's feature number two. We're not tracking changes on site and I'm losing money because I can't bill for things because I have no photos, no documentation, no signatures. Change order tool. Done. I don't know what my guys are doing on a day-to-day basis. They come back after 10-hour days. They tell me they work 10 hours and they forget what they did. Great. Daily log feature with photo capability and video capability. I'm laughing because that always happens. <laughs> Um, my guys book time off and then don't tell me about it. And I don't know. And I have a hard time scheduling because they're always gone. Great time off calendar where, you know, exactly when people are gone, they can only book three, three weeks in advance of leaving okay. unless it's a doctor's appointment or your kid's sick or anything along those lines. You know, there's special exceptions for those. Okay. That's feature number two. All my guys keep their photos inside their phone camera roll 
and I, where are they? I don't have them, right? Takes forever and you know magical tools to find. Yeah, what yeah. You yeah. Email find. me those pictures. Yeah, sure, yeah. boss. Let no me problem. scroll through my camera log of all my screenshots and yeah. TikToks and whatever I have, and then maybe I'll find that photo for you. Now every photo is associated with a time card, associated with a project, associated with a timestamp. Hmm. So you can always search back through your drive that lives within the app. And every photo you click on is associated with a particular employee, when they took it, what job they were on, and they have to put a description in. You can't just take a photo yeah. of a broken fixture and then leave it. You have to describe. Put notes. You have to put notes. Yeah. What, what is that broken fixture? Why did it break, right? Okay. Um, so then as I'm, as I'm listening, I'm building the app in my mind. And then what we do is seven days later, we'll bring them a prototype with everything that they told us. So we'll compile all the information from the accountant the accountant, a great example, actually, at Young Electric, said, Dave, we get all these invoices and I keep them in this drive, but they're not attached to the app. Can I drag and drop my invoices into the apps or associated with the budget items? No problem. That feature was done in three hours. Email and back. Was a, this was, this was a, a, a turning point for us, right? Because we were still, we were managing time through the app. Um, but what was happening is, so we would be getting, you know, emailed receipts from suppliers, um, a lot of times we're physically printing these receipts, right? Um, then my office lady would be taking them and then she would manually type them into the app as a line item. And then that job would still have a folder that lived in our office to hold that material cost. Yep. So she came to us uh, in the office. She's like, we need, we, need to get, we need to get the app guys here. Okay, what, what do we need to do? She's like, I'm tired of printing these papers. Like, she's like, this is the only, she's like, the only reason we have paper is to print these receipts. <laughs> okay, David. Here's what we want to do. He goes, yep, no problem. Three days later, he goes, okay, app's live. Done. You're just scanning. Not even scanning. We're taking them from your email, drag and drop into the app on the other screen. So, I mean, we have two screens on so the computer. So you're not even printing anything you're not at not printing all. it. No. But you have a copy of it. And then yeah. if whatever in the future, CRA or any organization wants a copy of it, it's there. It's readily Well, it's available. not even that. It's more cost allocation, right? We know... We have 100 receipts in that job. I can physically go through each one. I can say, yep, that's for sure for that job. Yep, I can yep. approve them. I can double check them all. Um, and you, it's done with. It's done. You look at them, you see them in one spot. We're not storing things in different spots. And that was done in three days. And that's the idea is within the first seven days when we build that prototype, then you give us your feedback. So you toy around with the app. You play around with it. You see how you like it. And then you tell us, hey, we don't like this feature. We want this feature. We want to add this. And what we can do is very quickly adopt the app to your exact liking. Because the apps are all branded to your company. Every single button, every feature, every text field, every text size is all your choice. So technically, it's not your app. It's my app. It's your app. It's, 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 it's the Young Electric app. It, it, it's completely branded. I'm going to show you later in this presentation. But their app is the Young Electric app. This is not our app. Completely theirs, branded. Yeah. I mean, he's gone as far as, uh, you know, some of our employees could be a bit older. Um, eye troubles. Their their <laughs> specific app is larger than what, what, what I would see. Larger text. He's increased the text so you, size on that guy's app. Really? Yeah. Because that was one of the funniest things is I had a plumber in his mid-50s. Whenever I looked on his phone, it was almost like I was taking an eye test, right? Same, yeah. So same thing. Right? <laughs> it was just so huge, man. Yeah. It was like one word line. That's how yeah. customized it is, though. Like that one guy. But you're doing that. Base, that's the interview process. So yeah. you're getting an idea of who this person is. Yeah. Wow. 
And then for six weeks after implementing, we go to site and we, we leave the management people in the office. We say, guys, stay where you are. We're going to go talk to your guys on site. So you go bring them coffee. We have donuts. We, we sell so them they, back. So they, they arranged with the office. They said, we, listen, we need all the guys' numbers. Yeah. We gave them all the phone numbers. They said, we won't interrupt your day-to-day operations. We'll work it out with them. We will come to the wherever their job. And I mean, we had guys spread across the county, hours, some of them away, up the highway. They made it to each guy. But you wanted to go there because that's part of the interview process. That's my favorite part of the job. Okay. Every time is hearing from the guys on site how they're liking it and if they're using it. And what the problems are. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it will come on their break time. So we're not, we're not trying to take away their labor time. So we'll come on their break time. We'll have coffee. We'll have donuts. We'll sit in the back of the pickup truck. And you'll see there'll be a, a number of contractors lined up all with their phones out. And we'll be sitting in a circle and we'll be customizing the app on the job site. <laughs> yeah, so this guy on the left there, Jared. Yeah. In uh, the shirt, the pink yeah. shirt? Yeah. Yeah. He will sit at our boardroom table as we're having this conversation, and when he leaves, it's done. He makes all the edits in real time. We had some we had some scheduling questions. We realized we were doing the scheduling. We realized that, okay, now that we can do this, maybe we can do this. So we had um, David and Jared over, and David goes, schedule, do your schedule. So we did the schedule. Okay, what do you want to change? Yep, you want to do this? Yep. By the time they left the office, the schedule was exactly how we needed it and wanted it. Can you, like, make a shelter family version or something like that so you can coordinate with the holidays coming up and try to figure out how a contractor can find time to spend with the it's family and that significant other? We just we just you guys just on the way up. Yeah. On the way up. I was like, hey, listen, I need some help. I need uh, my scheduling just all over the place. Can we do something? Yeah. And you're working on it? Well, you're working on something. Well, now he is, now that I put it in his brain. <laughs> yeah, well, my brother actually um, built an app called Dayflow, where he uses our app platforms for his own day-to-day life. So whether it be, you know, meal prepping, working out, oh, wow. yoga, and then he actually schedules himself in one of our custom app platforms. But it's, it's, it's an app for his life. And whether it's journal entries, whether it's, you know, personal goals, and then he'll track his own metrics on his performance. So if he... Made all his workouts that week. If you hit all his tasks, he'll say, hey, you were 95% effective this week. Oh, you could apply that to <laughs> tradespeople on yeah. and off the job site, right? Yeah. So they can be a lot more efficient, right? Their personally, own professionally. Yeah, personally. <clears throat> Why don't you put your personal calendar items on this app? Because that's right? the second worst thing that uh, tradespeople are doing in their lives, right? They yeah. just don't have the time for their loved ones, right? Yeah. Well, I think it's they don't know that they have time. They're wasting time. They say yeah. they don't have time. That's the biggest problem is everyone's excuse is, I'm so busy. It's busy, but is it good busy? Is it bad busy? Like, you you could have eight hours in your day you don't know about. You guys are too young to know that texting on a phone where you had to use one button to choose three letters. Oh, I've been there. Oh, you've been there? So, like, I mean, things evolve. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's, there's a way to find time in the exact same amount of time that everybody has on a yeah. daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, right? But it's it could there. be intimidating, right? Like, let's be serious. Tech has that mm-hmm. for trades, that aura, for right? Yeah, sure. especially in the trade. Like to disrupt the normal in the trade, that's it's got to take something but special, the, right? There's there's hope though. When you see all the older folks with a smartphone, I don't. I think there's only one or two that I know of that is still using a flip. Yeah. Right, yeah. and they're just they just refuse to go that smartphone you know uh, path. But yeah, I have the the argument with a couple of my guys is I supply company phones, and it's like, well. Like an Android. 
You're not getting an Android, man. Sorry. You're getting, you're, and, 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 you know, we didn't have that before. Before, it was just like, write this down on a piece of paper and go get my coffee, okay? And we're good. Now it's like, now we're fighting over phone brands. But that's part of your plan, though, because yeah. it helps your app, yeah, Young absolutely. Electric app, right? Yeah. All right. So let's get, let's get further down to this. I'm loving this, man. So the digital adoption plan. Now, this is a $3 billion fund provided by the government post-COVID, because now that a lot more people were working from home, they're further distance, the government realized we need to increase our technology capabilities. Yeah. So they put together this fund, and they sent out a notice to digital advisors across the country and said, hey, you, if you've been in management, a digital advisor, or a coach of a business for the past five to 10 years, you qualify to become a digital adoption advisor. So my dad, who was a lawyer for many years, um, and then a business intelligence coach, became an advisor. And a number of his clients who were in the construction industry said, you know, your digital adoption plan, the $15,000 grant was great, but now how can we deploy it? How can we implement it? Because what that digital adoption grant is, is an interview about your current business processes and understanding where your pain points are, right? Yeah. And then he, and he will suggest a number of digital tools for you to then go and use as part of the plan to get you to the goals that you want, that you set out for yourselves. Well, my company where we, where we come in is we actually implement the technology. So all the technologies suggested in those plans were the ones that are the boots on the ground, right? Mm -hmm. So you're looking 30,000 feet up. We're actually on the ground with you. Hmm. So we'll take the verbiage in those plans and we'll put it to practice and see how it goes. Now that $15,000 is available to any company out there who has less than 500 employees more than 500,000 in revenue and is incorporated in Ontario or Canada. Really? So it applies to many people. So if I'm any part of this whole podcast, this is the important part. It's because pretty much everybody. Honestly, it took, we were sitting at a table like this, 20 minutes later, I was approved. I was done. We were on our way. I didn't have to go anywhere. I didn't have to do anything. I didn't Just online and that was it? <clears throat> I yeah. didn't even do it personally. You, you got my David. accounting lady and David, they figured it out and they looked at me and said, Keith, you're approved, it's done. Hmm. So and if anyone out there is thinking, oh God, here we go, I'm going to have to go on this website, I'm going to have to do this. Nope. Give is, up all kinds of business financials. It is the, everything like that. So the complete opposite. Like, I mean, I might be off with my timing, but I felt like it was 10 minutes. We sat yeah. at this table. It was quick. It was well, as long as you have a CRA, my business account, and you're an authorized representative and you're the owner of the company, mm -hmm. then you're authorized to show the government your tax returns that prove that you do meet that qualification of $500,000 in revenue. Yep. As soon as the government can approve that you're at that threshold, you're incorporated, you are who you say you are, it's Done. three signings. It's online banking, it's CRA, it's the government of Canada, and then you just give them your banking info, and that $15,000 deposit is then put into your bank account. And you're using these funds for what exactly? So that $15,000 goes back to... Actually, it's paid through a digital maturity group. Okay. So they're the governing body of this because it's a government program. It can't be paid directly to our company. So the digital maturity group is then sent an invoice to the client. You pay that $15,000. You get in return a digital adoption plan. It's about a 30-page plan. And that plan basically breaks down your, your entire company, your goals, your current pain points, digital proposals for you, and what tools you need to be implemented to take you to the next step. Then, once that $15,000 is complete, digital maturity groups have been paid, the advisors have been paid, you have your digital adoption plan in front of you. Now there's a fifty dollars to $100,000 interest-free loan that's available for you strictly for implementation. So the plan is for planning. Implementation is for actual implementation of tech. 
So it's $50,000 if you're $5 million and under in revenue. If you're over $5 million in revenue, it's $100,000. Now that's over six years, no interest, no payments in the first year. And then for the next five years, no interest. And as you know, Manny, at the interest rates right now, that's about a $35,000 savings, just in interest. Yeah. I mean, I think now's the time to take advantage of anything the government's giving out, right? Like, I mean, we, we give. It's time to, you know, take advantage of some of these programs. Yeah. And then that can be put towards tech implementation, hiring of Which talent. it should be put towards that because yeah. anybody in construction is not embracing tech. Yeah. But I guess like you mentioned earlier in the show, it's like you're, you're kind of just bomb blasted with like a bunch of options out there and you yeah. just don't know what to use, right? Yes, exactly. So, okay. So not only do you get a customized plan to your company specifically, but you also get paired up with a digital adoption advisor through my company. So someone who specifies in this type of business. Mm -hmm. And then we'll tell you, hey, these are the tools that we recommend you implement. And we're ready to implement those tools if you're ready. And you, you, Young Electric has been doing this, yep. right? Yeah. And yep. you guys are totally on this. Yes, yeah, so we you did guys the digital, did the digital adoption plan. We did that. We haven't done the, um, the implementation you know, the, yet. The implementation yet. Um, we've been in conversations with David about it. We haven't gotten that far yet. But I mean, speaking on the digital adoption plan, it was super simple. Do you guys offer? I'm just curious. Once you develop the the adoption, like the plan, can you predict what the potential revenue? I guess in the next years or whatever is that a, or is yeah. that just you can't that's a great question so what we do is we develop a company dashboard and we set key metrics mm. so we set key metrics whether that's your roi on your investment with us or that's your profit margin or that's your profit per hour per employee whether that's your number of social following increasing whether that's your profit per project and we set those metrics for you and each month you'll get an update from our company we take all your financials into consideration we'll set you up and say here's your base point Working with us, you've increased your gross profit margin by 5%. Your you know total following on social platforms by 100 followers, right? And we'll get down to the nitty gritty of even your individual employees who are submitting their time cards on your app. This is your most profitable employee because he's working on these projects. He or she's working on these projects. They're consistently performing the project completion at this hour, at this rate. Mm. So the nitty gritty of all the details of your entire company are kept on this dashboard. So that way you can see where your investment's going. There's yeah. one thing to ask for $50,000 and tell you all these great things. It's another thing for you actually to see the no, results. You want to see our, everybody wants to see our ROI on that, right? Yeah. It actually makes a lot of sense as a business owner. You want and to I know see it that. sounds intimidating. Like originally when I, like, like you said, when it was brought to me and told, I'm like, well, you know, that sounds like a lot. Mm. It's been zero nuisance, no issues. I've, I've never once been you know, went out of my way to do some of this. It's just, it's simple. Like David shows up, hey, you got five minutes. Yep, schedule it in, shows up. Contractors, it's time to empower your business with Shelta Tech implementation. Shelta is offering a free meeting to tackle your biggest pain points head on. Their goal, to develop a custom company app that's built just for you. Their goal, to develop a custom company app that's built just for you. Solving your pain points, streamlining your processes, making your workday smoother. Here's the scoop. There's a $15,000 digital adoption grant available and Shelta is an expert at helping you secure it. This isn't just funding. It's your stepping stone into a new era of digital efficiency. By your second meeting, you'll get a tailor-made company playbook, a software prototype designed with your input, project tracking, real-time budget management, and daily logs all integrated into a single app. It's tech that works for you, not the other way around. Shelta isn't just offering tech. They're offering transformation. 
Join the community of 93 subcontractors who have already stepped up their game with Shelta Tech. Two meetings, countless opportunities. Ready to make a move? Visit Shelta.app. Let's pave the way to a smarter, tech-driven future. Shelta Technology, custom tech solutions for the modern contractor. But your business is in a better position. 100%. In, in yeah. the short term of five months, right? Because you're notice you're, noticeably different. Noticeably different. Yeah. Eh? I don't think we put. I don't think I put a, like a financial metric to it yet. But that's. But coming. I don't think I have to because it's. I can. I just know. Like I have a pulse of the business. I know what's going on, and I can tell you flat out it's improved. It's kind of funny, guys. That like I said earlier, most contractors are nervous about sharing too much information about their business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the on the flip side, when they actually figure out how to run the business better, they are not afraid to show how they've done that. I think that's the downfall. A lot of construction businesses though, is putting the blinders on to some numbers. Yeah. I feel like it's a lot of people are, I made money. That's all I need to know. That's, that's the on extent the of my answer. And then let I me know, know, let me know at know. the end of the year, how much I owe the government. Right. Yeah. Um, whereas I was more, I needed to deep dive. I wanted to know everything. Like I wanted to know the dollars and cents of every Avenue of the business. Right. Um, now I'm not saying I'm the best, I, I use it the best way. Like, I don't know if I'm not a business person, I'm an electrician, but having that knowledge, I would figure that out and I'd say, okay, we're not doing those jobs anymore. Mm-hmm. We, no matter which guy I send there, we've done three of them. We're done. It just, uh, we don't align with those jobs. You right? see the I've negatives, always yeah. understood that now yeah. with the app, I can go through, okay, we have six job numbers. All six of those job numbers are the same type of job. I can look at all six and say, yep, okay, we've made X on this, X on that, X on this. We're going to keep pumping these jobs for the next month because we're, we're doing really good on them. Right? Because Keith puts his budget in for the project, the beginning of the project, when yeah. he creates the project, and then as the project's life cycle continues, every time his accountant puts in a new invoice, it's it subtracts out. from the budget. Yeah. Every time his employees clock into that job, it subtracts from the budget. Yep. So at the end, Keith can see exactly how much he's, he has left over. And we have budget. metrics in there where you get notifications, right? So if it's getting a little, little scary, yeah. then, you know, I'll get a notification. Hey, look at such and such. Then you can figure out why. Yeah, and then I can backtrack, right? But now I go on the app. I can open up every file. I can see every cost allocated to that job. Okay, maybe we, oh, we accidentally put two lift rentals in there. Two were for another job. Okay, split them up. We're back on track. Like you can see that firsthand. You can see that in real time. Like I can see the guys on site. I can see their clock going, right? And you could check it at any given time. Yeah, and you know your profit margins down to the hour of your entire company. Wow. So how many people are doing it right now? Like how many? Ele- Eleven contractors. Okay. Um, about eighty-seven employees are using it right now. All right. This got to change. Um, so so your second meeting now second meeting so now we're on the second meeting so when we come to the second meeting we come with a company playbook okay so we tell you hey here are the tech tools we've implemented so you've got a streamlined lead management tool you've got professional communication upgrades centralized document control automated data intake efficient scheduling through calendly unified scheduling via google calendar so everyone sees it as transparent precision and design drawing with smart draw so before a lot of my clients used to come in and they would hand draw a floor plan, right? And then they'd mark something and be like, hey, does this look good to you? And the client would be like, yeah, I, I don't understand it, but sure. And they go back to their office and they'd be like, oh, he, all right, we're building this job. So now we've given them Smart Draw. And I'm shout, shout out to Smart Draw. It's a, beautiful, yeah. it's a great tool. Um, and basically, it'll snap the walls into place based on the exact measurements you give the walls. You can put window wells in, you can put door swings in, right or left. 
It can measure the area, square footage. So what we do is we teach the contractors how to use that. And then that way they just whip out their phone or their iPad and they can have a scale drawing done in 10 minutes. And then that scale drawing is connected back to their company dashboard on the app so that every time that they submit a new drawing for Mr. and Mrs. Jones, pops up as new job. Mr. and Mrs. Jones with their address, their contact information, the drawings associated with it, and it needs to be quoted. So we give you the playbook. So you actually get a digital playbook of, you know, whether it's, you know, Manny's Construction Company. And it'll have every tool we've ever implemented into your company and how it works. So if you ever hire a new person, you just say, hey, this is my company playbook. Read it, learn it, and you'll know what I do and how I operate. I feel like I'm in the future. <laughs> but it's not hard. Is the No, no, that's, that's what I mean. It's just, it sounds so simple. You're making it sound so simple. Um. Software prototype. So this is the fun part. So in addition to the company playbook, now you have a prototype. So that's actually Keith's app right there. And all those individual icons are the jobs he has around the city. Um, so you can click in on any one of those app icons. All those orange? Uh, yeah. So those are the only the ones we actually put the addresses in. Because <laughs> I'm like, I think there's more I was than like, that. You got 12 just, employees and they were like, whoa, that's a lot there. Oh, no, it was more than that. There's that's just than the than ones that wow. we put the addresses on. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he can... Keith or any of his employees can click in on any of those projects. They can see all the data of those projects. And the nice thing is, is any data that Keith doesn't want his employees to see, yeah. for example, whether it might be, you know, certain numbers, certain things, um, there's certain permission levels. So when Keith's guys can click on one of those projects, it opens up the project. It only shows them the most pertinent information that Keith wants them to see, as well as it's directly linked to their Google Maps. So they can click on the address and it'll just drive them to the project. We got to keep it as easy for them as it is for me, right? Yeah. If not more, like for for the guys, I I was hesitant because I didn't want to get those excuses of I didn't clock in because it was stupid. Okay, cool. We've had ten comments over the implementation of this from guys just being like, "Oh, it was it did this," I, or "I didn't punch in at the right time." There's never been like a I couldn't do something like that. That's mm. never happened. And and you know what drives people right? Time and money. Right, what drives these people? So what we come to them is like, guys, I know it's a pain in the ass to adopt this new technology, but you're gonna know exactly how much money you're making, exactly how many hours you're working, exactly how much time off you have left. And all you gotta do is press two buttons, clock in, type a few notes, take a few pictures of the day, show your boss, be transparent of like, hey Keith, I wired three units today and here's the photos to show for it. Yeah. And I did X, X and X. So when you go to ask for a raise or there's an opportunity for you to you know do more work, you can show, Keith, look at all my daily logs. Look what I've been doing. I think that was the part that I missed because it, it's everyone's probably thinking it's, you know, I'm babysitting them. Whereas it was more of my guys coming to be like, look, look how long this took me. Yeah. Like I got five, I got five jobs done today. Like they were excited because they were punching in, punching out. They were able to real time track their time and they were coming back more confident with what they were doing. Have you guys figured out how to do a calculation to give a certain employee a raise amount? So we only do that with one client right now. Okay. It's a but you guys are thinking that. Right? Profit based, sharing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we, based we on performance a, and like their contribution to the company basically. Yeah. So it's a profit sharing calculation that we have. Mm. And it's basically an equation of that person's hourly rate, the number of hours they work on a project, the subsequent employees they work around in that project, the project's budget, the project's profitability over the last month, three months, four months. And then you can see every time you put that individual on a project, you're consistently 20% profitable, 30% profitable. That's huge. You know who's going to hate this? Who's <laughs> not going to be your friend? Bad employees. The slackers. Yeah, the slackers. 
They can't get away with I'm stuck in traffic. I can't get away with like. It's great for a boss to know. I know. Right. Now, speaking of where you know where they are, it's uh, if you like, there's the opportunity for geotracking. So as soon as someone clicks in, you know, it pinpoints the location. He clocked in from his house this morning or actually he was on the job site or when he clocked out, he was on the job site. So you, you know, we, we can pinpoint the geolocation of wherever things happen. Hmm. Nice thing is too, is it kind of saves your ass because on change orders, when that site supervisor signs off and they say, no, I didn't, you know, which device it was done on, you know, who signed off the time of day, the location it was signed. Yeah, so we actually had on our app, we had David put in a spot. So it's change order, and it's basic. The guy just types in the job he's on, what the request is, but he's forced to put in certain parameters. Um, picture, he's got to send a picture, and then someone has to sign it. He hits it, it gets sent to my email directly. So as soon as he hits send, it goes to my email. I can pull it up anywhere I am and go, oh, crap, okay, there's a change order. I'm going to pass it off to the office, or I'm going to call so-and-so and take care of this right now. But these aren't long-winded notes. These are Absolutely just not. direct to the point, description, what's needed at that moment. Photos, too. A lot photos, of photos as well, right? But description yeah. is that you're not looking for a whole story. Mm-mm. Like, I'm not, I'm just the points. No, it's like texting. I just need to know what's going on so I can make the appropriate phone call. And when yes. I'm calling that person, I'm not just saying, hey, there's something going on. I can yeah. say, hey, the plug in the kitchen, the countertop changed. I have some relevance to the situation, right? Conservatively, based on our prior numbers over this past year, you'll save about 40,000 in missed change orders. Hmm. Conservatively. Um, so from a tech implementation proposal, so what we commit to you is we want to make, our work makes you more money. Our processes make you more money because at the end of the day, that's what we want to help people do. Yeah. We make you more efficient. You could do more work and make more money. Ultimately, our time will, sa- our, our work will save you time, right? Because I mean, every contractor owner I go to says they all have the same notion. I hate admin. Don't want to do admin work, right? But this doesn't sound like admin. I don't work. hate it. I like the admin work. I just don't want to do it. Yeah, I like I like the fact of it. I like to have the information. I don't personally like to do it. But having the information readily available, yeah. right, will save you the time so you can look at the data and be able to make executive decisions based on real data. But you're breaking down his app or their app yeah. in a way that it's not really time consuming to fill out the information that you need to fill no, out. That was that was. The one comment we made right away is that there can't, this can't be difficult. If yeah. it's difficult, like I'm not gonna, I don't want to have to, you know, put out a monthly payment to have issues from my guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, you know, and we're not talking, it's not f- a frozen app. Like that's not the issue. I don't want them calling saying, I can't figure out how to fill this out and I don't know how to do this. And this is taking 20 minutes of my day. And we didn't want that. We can do this, but it needs to be very simple. And they 100% nailed that. The guys on site will have maximum six features, five features. Some guys only have three features. Clock in, clock out, daily log, change orders. Whereas And associated pictures. Yeah. Which is easy enough. Which is through the... Daily log. You know, you'll click yeah, on that. Yeah, your daily log. Yeah, like you don't And then have you're actually just given a description for the picture. Then it's actually uploaded. It's done. It's done there. That's, your yeah. job is done. Whereas Young Electric and Keys Company is a bit more... Uh, elaborate in their sense of they have a scheduling tool as well because they schedule a lot of their installs. Um, they will give the guys, Hey, you know, three hours to go to this project. Some of their guys will go to four projects in one day. So Keith has to have a real time schedule that if he changes anything in that schedule, his guys will get a notification that, Hey, schedule's changed. You're actually going to this job now and it'll tell them in real time. Yeah. While they're and on I the road. Do it, but keep in mind, I could do it from my phone. Yeah. 
So like I can. So be, something happens in the day. Or something happens right now. I could just sit here, look at emergency my phone. or something happen. You just you can shift it. Right I can there. do it right here, and it would notify anyone who's relevant to yeah. the change gets notified. It works especially Smart. well for the service guys. Yeah, guys who are going to multiple projects a day. We like it even for projects. So yeah, so we'll take you know say we'll have three months planned out on the app. Well, we know we can fill these guys in for three months. If there's a if there's going to be a lull in the project, we can show that you know downtime, and we know okay next week those guys are at that job. Flooring's happening; they can't be there. Well, now we're plugging them in somewhere else, but we can see that ahead of time, right? Is it possible? Another stupid question. Can you get our service people or our, our service suppliers, like the suppliers, attached to this? you can send the suppliers notifications from the application with the information that you want them to see. So you know what I'm getting at with this, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. Are you doing that right now? We're or? not doing that, no. We like to kind of, we like to have the pulse of that through the office, right? Like we okay. Wanna, we want right. to see more. We want to make more of the purchasing decisions rather than the guys. Um, but for a service contractor, I think it'd be a no-brainer to do well, that. Well, yeah, I've seen it where you've got people on a job site there might be a missing part or mm. a missing component, an extra length or whatever right. it is, right? Yeah. Then that service person or that tech or whatever will just make the phone call through the company's account or whatever. And then it gets like, I'm talking about suppliers that have delivery options yeah. where yeah. they're just running around all over the city and they drop yeah. off that material. But if it's already connected to the app with them, but then, yeah, you're right. It kind of makes more sense to stay with the, the person doing the work. And yeah, we just like to control call. that a little more, right? Yeah, okay. Um, and I think that it gets cloudy for the, the user. Like, I don't, I don't want them to have to think that far ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep it simple. Okay. Just I just want to know how long you were there. I want to know how long the job took. I just need some pictures so I know what's going on. And we're good. So our next commitment is we want your status to increase. We want to make you look good to your customers, to your clients, to your own employees, and to yourselves. Because now not only do you have this new tech that you're presenting to your clients, right? in all these different metrics, whether it's a lead tracker, professional email communication, professional company app, professional company data intake, professional scheduling software. These tools in this tech implementation all make you look more professional and more like a company who has their shit together. And to your own people, right? Your own company. When, you know, someone works for Young Electric, they know that they're coming into a company that is organized. It is systemized. You do have your shit together is what it is, right? Like you're not, you're not putting on a front. No, it's, it's all here. It's all, we have it all. Yeah. You're yeah. just answering all the questions. Like for the yeah, end user. For the end user, yeah. Like Because that's the biggest problem in construction is that you don't have the answer or you don't want to give up the answer yep. or you don't want to answer correctly. You're yep. solving all those problems with this. Right. If I asked you and your contractor, walk me through your sales process with a new client. If I just came off the street and asked for your services, I bet you they would treat five clients in five different ways. Of course. Because there's... They don't have a set process. Yeah. Whereas Keith knows as soon as he talks to a new client, whether it's commercial, whether it's residential, he relies on his processes. Yeah. He relies on his technologies. He knows it's systemized, it's streamlined, and he can grow because of that. Um, so another a last point is fear, right? So a big thing is we help you avoid negative outcomes and fear, right? The unknown. People feel they're busy. People feel they don't know how much money they're making. That's, that's all fear. That's the stuff that keeps you up at night. One of the best compliments we ever received was um, one of our contractors said, you know, Dave, I don't, when people ask me what it is you do for me, I can't really coin it. <laughs> but all I know is I tell them I sleep better at night. <laughs> and that for me is, 
is the essence of what we do, right? Is helping these contractors sleep better at night. Because I know, you know, when you hit the pillow and you're a business owner, you're like, shit, got to send that invoice. My guy's clocking in. Did they work on that project? Did they finish that? Did I send that email? This is peace of mind. Everything's in one place. 100%, man. Okay. Okay. Where are we going now? There's so, a team. No, that's every individual that's using. No. That's one of the companies that okay. uses it. So this is uh, Pinpoint Carpentry. This is one of the first uh, companies to adopt the program with Young Electric. And uh, 23 people. And, you know, this is just an example. Actually, I'm in that photo right there at the back with uh, one of my yeah, software okay. developers. And, uh, you know, like you, Manny, like we like getting the company merch. We like integrating ourselves with the company. Yeah. You know, this is right after we had pizza and beers at this company. And, you know, we feel as though at the end of the day, we are a tech company, but we're also people. Yeah. And we want to get to know you. And we want to like the people we work with because we'll work harder for you knowing who you are and knowing that this is doing something good for you. You'll solve problems. Yeah. And each one of those individuals, like I was saying before, if you asked me to name anybody in that group photo and any of the 87 people we work with, I could tell you their first name and a little bit about them because we've spoken to every single one of them and asked them, um, you know, just that gentleman in the front, Don, he told me, he's like, Dave, you know, it'd be nice if I knew exactly how many vacation days I had left before I book a vacation with my family. I was like, Don, that's a great feature idea. So what we did was we went to his boss and said, how many vacation days is, do they get? And now Don knows I got, t you know, 10 days left this year. So I'm going to book that trip to Florida with my yeah. family on this trip, right? You know, on this time. And that just little things like these that. These are things that were probably within the company. And he, he could probably figure it out. But he doesn't have to think about it now. Like, no, you just, it's there. Oh, I got it. It's done. Yeah. I'm not coming to you telling you what you need. You're telling me what you need. And I'm implementing it for you. Um, that's the basic difference I see here is yeah. that you're actually listening to everybody and listening to their pain points, right? Yeah. Because everybody, I mean, as much as we're all similar business wise and building a construction business, yeah, we have very similar problems. Yeah. Right. Well, the reality is, is I mean, I could go, I can go find something like this. Like yeah. We, we know they exist. I've, I've looked at them. I've weighed out the options. Um, but, you know, most of them are overloaded with options. That There's I a general need. blanket over yeah, everything. Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, well, I'm going to use 10% of this app, but I'm paying the 100% price, right? Mm -hmm. This was the difference for me, where I was like, nope, you're getting what you need. That's it. So one important thing I forgot to mention to you, Manny, was uh, I used Procore while I was at that company for three years. Okay. Now we adopted, everyone's familiar with Procore. Yeah, right? we yeah. adopted Procore for three years, and I would in Procore. You know, don't get me wrong, is a very robust system, but we only used twenty percent of Procore. We would only use a few of their many features, so we'd often find times find ourselves going down rabbit holes looking for the features we actually wanted to use. And every time we submitted a ticket for feedback, saying like, "Hey guys, you mind like just you know changing this feature a little bit so it's more friendly to our projects and to our process." We wouldn't hear back. They say, you've been put in the queue, but there's a thousand and one people ahead of you. And you're paying, I, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Procore's pricing price model, range, but no. it's, uh, it's quite a, a hefty price tag um, associated with paying for the entirety of the app, not just what you use for the application. Did they change the queue to similar problems or is it all the problems? You all get in sent one? to an FAQ. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And that FAQ will be, you know, a number of people asking similar questions with the response rate, but Beyond the FAQ is the feature requests. Because oftentimes, you know, like I said, every time we go to site, we come up with a new feature. To go to a giant like Procore and try to tell them to use a feature, they're never going to hear from you. 
were some of the cool things that the carpenters actually came up with and, and not applicable to his app, but their app was something. That so one in particular is actually their shop material. So every time they, yeah. um, they make a new order, um, they notify the shop. So as I was telling you, they had that smart draw system. Yeah. So what they'll do is they'll submit that smart draw into the app. It goes into the project dashboard. So let's say like 344 Lilydale Drive. They'll say like, hey, we got to build two custom closets and we got to do a fireplace mantle. So they get three drawings for it. That automatically gets sent to the shop. The shop get, then gets notified and they have to do a materials list. So then the shop gets it on their app. Like, oh, we got a new order. Smart. Let's put together a material list. Smart. And then they'll send that material list off to estimating. Estimating will get it. And then that estimate is all circled back to the first guy who sent it in the first place. How many emails that would have been? A lot. Like the thread would have been just like, man, I could be a seamstress at this point. You're sending an email, then you're waiting for the reply email. Like it's, it's just so much time. Then you're getting lost in the emails. And did I get this one? Did I see this one? You're just walking across the shop to find the guy because you're just tired of email. Or I forgot to attach my attachment. Yeah. yeah, So this is a a number of companies that um, build source in the top left. Again, myself and my software developer, Jared, were together there. Um, that's Keith's company in the top right corner there and his employees. Uh, again, we're with the team. Uh, bottom left corner is made to shade window coverings. He's got six employees and uh, installs window coverings, window shades. So he has an inventory system on the app as well. So he knows exactly how much material he has to get out to his manufacturing facility, when it gets delivered, when it gets installed, scheduling the installs. Is he a fan of battery powered shades or... Yeah, motorized. But battery or hardwired? Uh, hardwired. Okay, good. Yeah. I don't like battery ones. Yeah, they fail quite That's a bit. That's why I don't like them. <laughs> but, uh, and then the bottom three there, um, the older couple with their son in the middle, they're um, force clade fireplaces. They supply and install fireplaces across Windsor, Essex County. Nice. Um, you know, great family. We started working with them. It's a family-run operation. And they had troubles with their inventory. They'd have, you know a number of expensive fireplace products and not know exactly how many they had on the floor, how many they had in the back shop. So their numbers were, were off. So we came in, we did an initial analysis of their entire inventory, their entire floor inventory, and put it into the system, taught their employees how to use the system to make sure those two jived. If there was ever a missing piece, we'd always have to track back, hey, who pulled that piece out and where is it? And, you know, they're quite, quite happy with that. The bottom right corner is Pinpoint's uh, shop. So that's their shop team. So those are the people who manufacture the millwork and the CNC machines. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then that's, that's the team. But as you can see, we, this is our favorite part. You know, all smiles, always having a good time with the people on site. Um, and these are the ones who get to use it on a day-to-day basis. So, so let me ask you this, David. It's just, I'm, obviously, this is going to grow because it makes sense to me, right? Mm-hmm. I, I love the personal touch, but you can't be... If a hundred companies came along and yeah. whatever, ten employees per company or whatever, yeah, like that's a lot of people that you're going to go and have to interview. Is that mm-hmm. you're preparing for that, right? That's a good question. So my brother is actually at the Ivy School of Business in London, okay. and he's graduating with a master's in digital adoption. Um, and him and his fellow classmates have all expressed interest in coming and working for the company because their entire masters was focused on going into corporations and implementing technology. So we have a bit of a talent pool coming from my brother, who him and I are obviously best friends and business partners. Yeah. So he's bringing his pool of talent over um, to the company. So they graduate in December at the end of this month, and we've got three of them who are going to be starting in January. Um, And we're all going to become tech implementers. Um, 
But as I've promised Keith and a few other <laughs> owners that, you know, took a chance on me in the early days, I will always personally oversee those accounts because, you know, meant a lot to me in those early days to take a chance of on course, the technology. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, okay. So we, we went over a bit of the, the pain, but, you know, we always want to ask what sucks tracking hours. I have no process. We need a company dashboard. I'm not fully aware of what my guys are doing on site. Well, you need daily logs. Yeah, yeah. I got lost revenue. Well, are you, are you tracking your change orders? You know, these are, these are the kind of like give and take conversations that we have. Every day. Yeah. Yep. So actually it's, it's funny. We almost act as though we listen to you vent. So sometimes yeah. we get our best information <laughs> when, you're, when you're venting. It's true. You know, it's true. About what, what you didn't like about the day. And then as you notice, you know, major hassle. Takes hours, very unclear, too complicated, wasting time. You know, this to most people is terrible, but for us, it's kind of music to our ears because it means there's things that we can change for it's you. Like, try telling a contractor not to use any of these expressions yeah, or words, and yeah. it'll be a quiet job site, eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. I heard a funny uh, uh, reel the other day. It was like, if you walk by a job site and you hear a whole bunch of F bombs, it's going to be a very sturdy building. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, so, again, connecting with the owner. Are you fully aware of your profitability on projects? Are the employees engaged in notifying you of the progress of your project? Are the employees fully aware of their responsibilities and roles in the company? Are they fully aware of the work that you're completing daily? Are you aware of the day-to-day -day actions that you have, right? Are you tracking the data from those client interactions? Is there a process in which you go and approach a new client? Do you treat every client process the same? Now, these are all questions that I ask owners that, you know, when you're a contractor, you're not always thinking about these things, no. right? You're thinking about you know, getting the next job and completing it properly. And I bet you more than two thirds of businesses out there don't have these questions asked. You're working on the business. You're not working in the business, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, could you just take, take a, take a new electrical company, you know, a guy who's been a journeyman his whole life, wants to switch over, start his own business. He's probably never asked himself any of these questions. No, he's just Let like, alone answered. No. And he's like, Oh, got to get a job for more job for more. Where yeah. if you implement this, this company, this program, I mean, this is all spelled out for you. You know, you could be a one man operation and you get all this and you're like, okay, I know what I have to do. We I like that, that last one. Do you treat every client process the same? Yeah. Cause we think that money solves all problems. No. Right. We think that oh, I just need another job and then I'll get less busy and I'll have more money. Right. That's, it's not the solution. It's not the solution. Sorry, I interrupted you, David. What were you going to say? No, no. You were asking me about, do you treat every client process No, no, before same? that, you were about to say something. Or no, some I think money solves problems okay, is, is a say, fallacy. Yeah. 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 All right. What's the next slide? <laughs> so this is actually Young Electric's app. Again, this is, there's, this is all dummy data. It's no simple, huh? Yeah. Mm, so I'll give so you an simple. example. This is how... Actually, we just upgraded this. We just, we just changed the scheduling portion. It was... It's probably, it looks simple now, but it's more complicated than it was with intention um, just because we needed a little bit more data put into it. So clock in, clock out, days, Ma Materials notes, used. Materials. Photos. Photo upload. Files. Drawings. Save. Wow. And then you have your time list in a weekly fashion. Click in on it. And you can build and rebuild it at any given time. So you can prepare for the next week. You can get it all ready. Yeah, I think yeah. we're, uh, what do we got, up to three, up to a month ahead, I think? Yeah. So you're yeah. a month ahead, so your Keith. employees are already hanging on to this, and they're looking at this, and they know exactly They what know what's doing. coming down the pipe, right? So if they're at a job, they can see that they're leaving the job, but they're coming back. So, okay, we don't have to take every ladder off the job. We're back in two weeks. 
we know that like it's it's the, the whole company has a pulse on the business guys know they have work that's the most comforting thing for them right they're not looking going oh crap there's nothing on the schedule for the next two weeks like they know they could see it all um even up to the lunch break right because sometimes you know guys will take lunch breaks right and could turn into an hour could turn into less but um this guy you know young for example will give the eyes you know you got to click when you're doing lunch, you're having your lunch, click when you're having it, right? We have a lot of guys who weren't taking lunch. Right. It was the problem. They don't want to. They'd rather just... They just want to work right through, finish the day, get yeah. out. I don't want to slow down. I'm going. No problem. I'll pay you. Leave half an hour early. Yeah. But if you do take a lunch, you literally just click that button. And does, don't do anything else. And you don't do anything <laughs> else. That's done. You just hit that. You took a lunch. That's it. And, no, and were they, you, Sorry, were you doing that? What was the primary reason for why you wanted them to identify lunch? Um, to know you personally, to understand that they were taking a break from their Well, just day. for payment purposes, right? So okay. if they hit lunch, they get a half hour, you know, taken off, yeah. right? But if they're not taking lunch, I'm not going to take that half hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we gave them the, the option because it is a half hour. And when, you know, Keith has multiple employees, that half hour adds up uh, across the board. Yeah. But if some guys, like Keith said, leave half hour early and they want to work right through, they have the option. They want to take half hour for lunch. Just click that button. You don't have to clock back in. It'll just auto subtract 0.5 from your total. Smart. It's simple. Like it's, so it's, it's not, it's not a difficult process, it's, but it's there. Here's a change order. So task upgrade lighting fixture. Simple description. Yeah. Could spell it wrong. Possibly no, no, <laughs> add capacity. Fine. Uh, sign, and it. sign right on the spot. It timestamps it, associate the project with it. And it's always pending approval until Keith has approved it. Yeah. So at this point, I'd get an email sent to me saying that there's a change order. You'll get authorization. You'll get the approval. You'll send it back to them. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. And then the guys get a notification saying it's good to go. So as you can see, the only features that these employees have are clock in, clock out, create a change order, my timesheet. And then when you click on those three bars at the top, schedule vacation time off, see my schedule. Now... These are all the change orders. Now, Keith, do you do it for yourself? Do I clock in and clock out? Yeah, yeah. All that stuff. I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Well, you I did book your time off, though. Yeah, I was about to you say, booked oh, what about your Actually, vacation? Actually, so I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I booked time off just so the the office staff knew. And my office staff's so kind of aware that he's yeah. not going to be here this week. Well, I just wanted to give a heads up. So in this video here, it's just showing you that when you click on the change orders, you can note you can find the change order. You can edit the change order set it to approved once Keith is billed for it. And then you go back to your project dashboard, click there. You see the projects in progress, your mm. total budget. You scroll down, you see the time cards associated. You see the related change Notes, orders, everything. Yeah. Contractors. It's time to empower your business with Shelta tech implementation. Shelta is offering a free meeting to tackle your biggest pain points head on their goal to develop a custom company app that's built just for you. Their goal, to develop a custom company app that's built just for you, solving your pain points, streamlining your processes, making your workday smoother. Here's the scoop. There's a $15,000 digital adoption grant available, and Shelta is an expert at helping you secure it. This isn't just funding. It's your stepping stone into a new era of digital efficiency. By your second meeting, you'll get a tailor-made company playbook, a software prototype designed with your input, project tracking, real-time budget management, and daily logs all integrated into a single app. It's tech that works for you, not the other way around. Shelta isn't just offering tech, they're offering transformation. Join the community of 93 subcontractors who have already stepped up their game with Shelta Tech.
Two meetings, countless opportunities. Ready to make a move? Visit Shelta.app. Let's pave the way to a smarter, tech-driven future. Shelta Technology, custom tech solutions for the modern contractor. Lead no. tracker. Or, go ahead, sir. No, there's just, there's no, there's no wasted information, right? It's all very relevant, real-time info. Pretty much what's slowly moving around in a contractor's head. Absolutely. What they're curious about. Except I'm not on my iPhone calculator. Exactly, right? And I'm not trying to say that we're idiots or anything like that. I'm just saying that we don't want to embrace tech as easily as other industries do. Yeah. So we're reluctant at first, right? 100%. So it, but this is a lot simpler where you're not asking no more than you're asking of the person to understand a smartphone. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it was a little difficult for contractors, especially the older ones, to adopt a, a smartphone and understand apps and how to communicate and how to do things. But now... This is in the same vein. I feel like if you can uneasy. send an email from your phone, you can figure all this out. That's what like I there's mean. There's nothing that's going to be shockingly difficult. But you're getting answers faster than it. Real time. Yeah. Like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but the thing is that it would take longer to make a phone call and have a conversation, try to get a hold of somebody or text somebody. They might be in a meeting, just, but then you're just going through this process and you're getting the answers faster. Yeah. And I mean, from a business owner perspective, we have enough projects going on. We have enough people working that, I mean, I don't know every job we're doing. No. Like, I don't, I can't be at every job. I don't, I just get Nor phone calls. Nor should you be. Like, though. hey, I need a guy. Send a guy. Okay. Yeah. But I can go. I can see, okay, he's there. He's clocked in. Well, now I'll call him. I'm not going to call him and say, are you there yet? Are you there yet? Okay, you're clocked in. I'll shoot you a text. When billing cycle comes, I can go back and I can debrief on every job. Okay, I'm going to invoice these jobs. I can go through. I can look at all the pictures. I know exactly what the guys did by the time I invoiced that job. I'm not sending an invoice for something that I have no idea what they did. Right. Saving you time from being on all the job sites or stopping well, saving me time. The job I mean, sites. It's giving me confidence in what the company is doing. Like Young Electric's farther ahead than other companies because I have mm -hmm. a pulse on everything. I'm not telling you it's costing this much and it's just a number I made up. It's I have real data. And speaking of being ahead, I just interviewed a company the other week and I saw that they're all their work orders. So they would go do a service call and then their, you know, labor would write down what he did, installed fixture, installed plug, whatever it might be, get the owner to sign off on it. Here's our billing rate for my number of hours. And then this is, the owner would sign off. Their invoicing staff, their accounting staff wouldn't be able to invoice that until that physical paper got on their desk. Yep. He leaves on a Friday, he's gone for a weekend. Oh, sorry, I forgot it in my truck. You don't get to invoice for that. We had the same issue. So typically, typically all paperwork's handed in every Monday. Yeah. So if I, we had did three service calls that week, unless I went to physically find that employee and got his paperwork, I'm not invoicing him until the next week. We're invoicing, you know, small jobs and service calls, same day if not, maybe next day. Because we have all the info. Like, it's there. I'm not waiting a week. I can do it. I can do it as soon as he's done. He can, I can see he's done. Done. Invoice him. But also payroll the other way around. You're it's faster and streamlined. Well, it's nice too because I can get an I can get. So what happens is we the payroll gets run on Monday morning, and I get sent a payroll report. Yeah. So I can go through and I can see where everyone is and say, oh, is that guy really in overtime? I I don't. He shouldn't have been in overtime. Oh no, he messed up. He wasn't in overtime. Or, yep, I approve of that overtime. Like I have a pulse. I have the insight on every guy, every job, every hour that the company's billed for. 
So I guess at first, most businesses are thinking this is a lot to be rattling around in my head, especially if you got more than 10 or 12, whatever employees, how am I going to wrap all this information around my head? But the thing is, you're actually making it very simple that it could be 10 or 12 employees. It could be 20. It could be 40 employees. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter at that point. It's almost the, the word I was thinking the other day. It's almost fun because mm -hmm. I know it all. Like I it's it's business has become fun for me. Because all those gray areas, all those questions that were always in your head, and you were trying to answer yourself. Stress. Yeah, I, I, I have them, and you're getting the you're getting the bad stuff too, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're. It's but then you can solve the problem exactly, and that's, that's what, what you it want. was. Like, okay, yeah. yeah, we lost money on the job. It happens. I can debrief that whole job and say. But losing money on a job and happening is different than figuring out why it happened. So but not having the information as to why yeah, you lost the money. That's why. And that's where. But now you're getting the information. Well, that's where companies fail, right? They do five of those, and next thing you know, it's like, oh, boy. We can't carry this anymore. Yeah, now what? You can already adjust on the first one. You could probably try to fix the failure midway through. Immediately. So at least you don't have that big of a failure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. I mean, you have a pulse in your entire business on your, on your phone. Right now, right. I could look at my phone right here. I could tell you. You know what's going on the day. Anything I need to know. In, in Young Electrics. Where and the guys could, are. Yeah, and I could change it. Nice thing is, too, is, you know, Keith and I were talking about this on the way up, is cash flow. Is oftentimes in construction, when you're, you know, floating 12, 20 employees, cash flow perspective, your client's not paying you out for every 60, 90 days. You know, when you have the ability to have that information readily available, that way you can bill immediately. Right, because you know you're going to be waiting 60 days, and cash flow is your lifeline, right? Yeah. In yeah. the industry, sometimes when you're you're stretched over multiple projects, you want to be able to have that information ready to go, ready to be billed for. Are there other slides, or no? There's more slides. The lead tracker. The lead. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, there was another one. Lead so tracker. this was a big thing. Is uh, the first company that I built this lead tracker for? It's a Google-based system, but basically, you see the owner of the deal in the company. The stage of the deal, whether it's lost, one estimate sent, what the step is, if it's a job type, mantle, millwork, custom woodwork, the lead source, the customer phone number, next step to get closer to closing. And then it gives you real-time data information on how many deals you're closing, how many open deals you have, what's closed, what's not. And um, because one of our sales guys for the companies we worked for, he was on the brink of, of leaving, of just quitting because he was just too overwhelmed because I looked at his desk when I first met him and he had a, he was sat on this rolling chair. He had two desks and he used to roll back and forth between these two binders looking for, you know, drawings, leads. So a customer would call him and be like, Hey, do you have that drawing for me? I, I came to you six months ago. And like, there's very little chance he's going to find that drawing from six yeah. months ago. Uh, what, what was your name again? What was your address? What were you billing for? And well, it's the typical, I'll call you back. Yeah. And he's, Figuring it out. And then you ask the owner, hey, do you remember that guy we built for? And then the owner's mad at him because he's like, you don't remember? You didn't document it? No, I can't find it. It was my... So it was, a, it was a bad situation. So I was like, guys, before we make any rash decisions, let's try this lead tracker. So what I did was said, give me all the leads you have on the go right now. He's like, all right, I've got 45 deals on the go right now. I was like, great. We sat down. It was on a Sunday at his desk, and we just inputted them into a lead tracker. He came back to work Monday, showed his boss the lead tracker, they have a flat screen TV like this in their office. Now that's all they post on that flat screen TV in his office. So it's a constant transparency of all the deals he has on the go, whether they need an estimate, they need a service call, the renderings have been sent, they're qualified, they're closed. So that way he's no longer stressed because he knows all the deals I have on the go. 
His boss is no longer mad at him because he knows what he's got on the go. Yeah. And, and also the lead engagement. And the lead right. engagement. So you know exactly when it started, where it's currently at, and then you keep on growing from that point. Yeah. And you guys came up with that for a client, for their app. Multiple clients use this. Well, okay, they use it right. for uh, lead tracking, warranty tracking, and inquiry tracking. I mean, this alone is smart for any construction business, like any trade. Yeah. 100%. The inquiry tracker is actually interesting because the inquiry is just the inquiries that the employees used to ask their bosses. Because anytime the boss would walk by their office, they'd try to walk by fast because, you know, they didn't want to get bombarded with get questions. questions. <laughs> so they said, man, I, I actually don't leave my office because I don't want to get asked too many questions or else I lose my flow. So we told the employees, like, stop asking them questions in the middle of the day and just put them on the inquiry tracker. Okay. The inquiry tracker, you put your question, you tag yourself as the employee, you timestamp it, and you put a priority level. Is it a high priority question or is it a low priority question? And then you tag whichever management position person you're asking. And at the end of the day, each management person that in that position will go through the inquiry tracker. And there's a section for them to write you a written response to resolve it. That way, somebody else doesn't ask you the same question the next day yeah. because it lives inside of your inquiry database. So now you're building your own company's FAQ without even realizing it. Wow. Because that's actually probably a lot of your time being asked. Oh, it's, it's like, I don't know. It's constant. Yeah, it's nonstop. So then if it's already being addressed, man. Yeah, well, that's the thing. We're problem solvers. As tradespeople, we're problem solvers. As a business owner, you're a problem solver. But yeah. you can only address so many at once, right? So, I mean, here you go. Start at the top. That's a smart one. I like that one. Um, and then just to show you a bigger version of uh, Young's time off calendar as an example, employee name, start date, end date, you know, reason for your trip, Mexico trip. And now it's booked off in the calendar. It's yeah. off, it's done. So each one of these icons that you see on the left are ones that we have specifically asked for. Um, there's one in there. Draft schedule was something we came up with. So what we were doing is, you know, everything changes day to day, right? So we would constantly have four or five employees where it'd be like, you're here. Nope, you're here. Nope, you're here. So what we're doing now is, you know, come Friday, we have a draft schedule for next week. By Friday, we've confirmed all the jobs. We have everything. Now we just hit send. Draft schedule gets converted to the real schedule. All the guys know everything. But we're not. And that's the nice part about that is, is that's, that's everyone in the office can adjust that schedule. Hey, I see you had Monday. You had so-and-so scheduled Monday here. Can we float them, you know, maybe to here instead? Move this around. Like, it's giving us an avenue. It's giving a, a big view of what's going on for the week. And we're moving guys. We can move them here. We can move them there. Are you guys using that for other clients as well? Other Young Electric is the only one who schedules as detailed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Most people use just a general calendar feature, and they'll mark key dates and key deliveries. But Young is the only company that we currently have who is that detailed with their schedule on a week-to-week day-to-day basis so Keith, I guess it's gotten to the point where you like you said it was like it's fun now to actually oh, yeah. run yeah, this yeah, no, maybe, but you're also real. contributing to what they've sparked yes where I think we brought them a lot of good ideas yeah but I mean that's just the idea they've done a like, top-notch job on taking our thoughts and turning them into real usable situations productive scenarios. you know successful yeah. business like a time off list I mean we all have that running Excel spreadsheet. You all have you you have that note on your desk. Like, it's almost Excel's a four letter word, eh? It's, it's almost just it's, like 
the guy the guy goes in his app, the employee, he or she goes in the app, hits the button, I can see it, I approve it. These are simple things that yeah. go a long way. And one thing we didn't mention there, but the accounting is a big thing. So, you know, Luke ha- or sorry, Keith has someone in his office who strictly takes care of bookkeeping, accounting, right? So for her, she very frequently uses the create payroll summary, right? Mm-hmm. So she'll go in to create the payroll summary, just click start date of pay period and date of pay periods, so whether you pay your people weekly or biweekly. And then it'll then take all the hours associated with that time period put it into a generated list in an Excel format or however you want to see it. That way you can export that list and upload it to your accounting software, or you can just simply look at employee name, time period, number of hours worked, and input that into your system. And so every two weeks or every week, yep. just create a new payroll summary. And then historically, you can see all your payroll summaries. And if you're ever in question, one guy worked 97 hours. Why? Click in on it, see all the details. Where did he work so many hours? Well, it's, it's just an easy, av- easy avenue to have the pulse you know exactly what went on that week. Like It's there in front of you. How much time are you spending, though, reviewing <clears> everything now? Or are you reviewing everything? Or Honestly, just- I probably review more now than I ever did just because it's so easy to review. You know, before I would have to go, I have to deep dive into, like, so we use QuickBooks. I have to go into QuickBooks. I have to pull up an employee. I'd have to go print out a summary report, or I'd be asking someone else to do it. Now it's like, open an email, Here's a very straightforward summary, guy's name. I mean, I'm spending, I'm not spending more time, but I'm spending more efficient time. Efficient time, yeah. Yeah, that's what you're doing. And I'm getting better information. I'm impressed. Thank you. Very, very impressed, man. I'm still impressed and I use it. (laughs) Yeah, you're using it. Yeah. So now all the employees have adopted. Like all the employees get the benefit. They all see it now, right? Every one of them. There's yeah. no reluctance anymore. Yeah, I mean, and it's to the point where you get compliments on it. Like guys are like, hey, we're really happy that, you know, we did. And we had a really good system. Like our system was, it was simple. It wasn't over the top. It was pen and paper. The guys are just happy now that they don't have to handwrite something. I don't have to call them and say, what does this say? Send them a picture. Like, these are all simple things, but it's real, real scenarios, right? Like we're, we're avoiding all that now. It's just like, I'm, as you guys are just describing everything is there's, there's been a lot of people on the show that I've been impressed with how they built their business, but they haven't perfected it. It's still missing a few links. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's definitely people that I would, I'll get to introduce you to, right? So you can start speaking to them and yeah. just, because it's going to benefit. I know where they want to mm-hmm. take their business. Yeah. I know where they can take their business. Right. And I'm very respectful of, of yeah. that. But this would totally help them get to a whole other level at that point, right? Well, I can confidently say that I can do, I, I, my business is probably more efficient than a lot of other people's businesses. Yeah, I could see totally see that, right? Trust yeah. me, I go back to the early days and right. just writing it all down. And it's right? it's a it's a bon- well, it's a bonus for Young Electric. Like I feel like we have a leg up on a lot of a lot of other contractors um, because we have the data and the info. You know, we know our numbers. We know what something's going to cost. We know, like we have this info. We're not guessing. It's, it's right there. Then you can communicate yeah, with your employees, with your clients, with GCs, what have you, with everybody, right? And that feedback button in the bottom left corner is used uh, quite frequently as well. So in all the softwares we build for companies, we leave a feedback button. And that feedback button, you just click on it. It opens up a text table. You just type in what you want changed about the app or what you like about the app. You click submit, and that goes to my entire team. 
Yeah, so in the early, I'd say probably the first the first month for us was feeling it out, and we we did work together. Yeah, and we made some changes. There were there were things that were like, eh, yeah. it's okay. Um, but he's creating your app. But even better, Manny is I didn't have to deal with any of those problems personally. So mm-hmm. my guys would have app issues. I didn't even know it. They would just hit the feedback button, and then I would get an email at the end of the week. Oh, all new app li- implementations are done. What do you mean? Oh, well, we had an issue with this and this. I didn't deal with any of them. I didn't talk to anyone. I didn't. I didn't. Well, you were letting your workforce find an issue mm-hmm. and then bring up an issue. And David called. Them. And David, he figured it out yeah. with his team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't interrupting my day to deal with app issues. App issues. Yeah. <laughs> app issues or app issues. App issues. App issues. <laughs> yeah. What else do you want to show us? Um, so in addition to the software implementation, um, part of tech implementation is a multitude of tools. So we're basically building you a digital toolbox. So in addition to your custom company app, you're going to need your smart draw. You're going to need your Calendly. You're going to need your AI. I, I won't touch too far upon AI, but I do want to say we have an AI plugin. Now, Young Electric has a number of data sets within their application. Have you, are you familiar? You've used ChatGPT before. Yeah. You can ask Chat about your company app, and it will tell you the data of your company app. Who's my most profitable employee? It'll tell you. What's my most Seriously? profitable project? It'll I can tell ask you. Whatever. Can you put together a schedule for me for this next but project? But that's because of your doing, right? Because of what you've built. It's using our data. Using their data. So we built a custom AI model for their data. So now I don't have to. I mean, it's already easy to find the info, but I don't even have to deep dive. You just ask it a question about your app. Because, pretty cool. Yeah. Because now ChatGPT, the big thing is, is building custom language models for your industry, for your company. That's like their big selling point is build an AI model for your company. So it's a chat bot who gets to know the construction life or gets to know shelter or gets to know young, uh, young electric, right? Then it's a dedicated model to you and your company. So it's basically having a virtual assistant who has infinite brain power. That'll tell you anything and everything about your app and your company. Is it an advantage or disadvantage? If you've got a future employer employee that wants to look into you, they can chat. Or are you looking at it as that's an employee you're not paying? True. Now, is that is the chat GPT a person that you would normally be paying a salary to? No, no, I'm looking at it as an advantage. I'm yeah. totally looking yeah. at it as an advantage, yeah. right? But I mean, if you have a, I go back to the slackers, right? If you've got a well-to-do tradesperson that wants to get into the industry, wants mm-hmm. to work for a reputable company, they'll do their search and they can find out what your business is all about and how mm-hmm. it's grown, I guess. Right. What's, how it's handling and everything. Yeah. And then they'll, they'll have some great firepower to go into the interview or go and listen, this is what I think I can be a contributor to your yeah. future, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Which it, benefits yeah. you and them. Yeah, absolutely. You can ask your language model, if you were to hire someone, who do I need right now and why? And it'll tell mm. you, and it'll like give you a job description. Yeah. Now, these are private, though. Keep in mind, these are only for Keith's yeah, size only or his management team. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but it's there. Like, it's... Yeah. That's impressive. So, part of our service that expanded was we were originally just building softwares. Then we realized a company asked us, they said, hey, Dave, do you mind just sitting in our office once a week and just adding new tech where we need it? And just looking at our processes, telling us where we're inefficient and just installing new technology. We're like, at first I was like, I don't know if I want to sit. And then they're like, you know, 
we'll pay you X for it a month as an implementation fee. You come once a week and that's how we'll do it. And it was like, you know what? We'll do that. So then we started doing that for one company, then a second, then a third. And now we have these companies who are not only using our management software, but they're also using our implementation services to basically dissect their business and look at all their processes and where we can automate and connect different platforms. Um, so from booking softwares to smart drawing softwares to AI language models to shared calendars to job boards to Sage accounting systems, everything is connected in, in, in your company Nucleus, and then that's provided in your company playbook. Have you gotten an American on board yet? American no. company? Just curious. You're going to have to change process to process, though, if you do. <laughs> And labor to labor. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not kidding, man. You can't go down to the states and start saying process. <laughs> They'll just look at you funny, right? <laughs> the nice part too is you can you can still be as hands on as you want to be too, right? Like I had that issue of mm-hmm. I'm not going to just sit in this chair and let it run itself. Like I still no, but you you look at it as another tool that it can help yeah. you grow your yeah. business, whether you want to keep it where it's at right now. Yeah but make it more efficient so then you're not being consumed by 60 plus hours a week exactly. running your business. Your, your mindset is, and I've asked this on the show several times, how can these businesses become more efficient and cut half of their time that they're yeah. spending? Mm-hmm. And so that other half could be spent on personal matters, right? Yeah. Spending time with loved ones and everything like that, no, right? Absolutely. Like that's what it could do. But if you also want to grow, it has a potential to grow as well too. It's almost, it's digital. <laughs> But there's still enough analog aspect to it that I'm comfortable with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. I get. I know. I trust me. I get where you're coming from, man. But it's like, I'm only been intimidated by a little bit of, of the stuff that you've been presenting here. Most of it, I'm like, I get it. I mm-hmm. totally understand where it's going. And you will only pick the things you're comfortable with. Yeah. Um, one thing too to think about from business valuation standpoint is assets are valuated. Your revenue is valuated. Your EBITDA is re- is valuated. One thing that I feel, I feel like small business owners don't realize is your company processes and your digital implementation tools are assets as well mm-hmm. to the company for whoever was valuating your company, not only is going to evaluate you on your revenue, they're also going to evaluate you on the efficiency of the company. If someone were to take it over, is it a turnkey company? Is it a company that already has processes in place? I love that you brought that Or up. does it require cleanup? I, I've always argued this point, man. I can't stand anybody that's in construction that thinks that, once they're gone, the business is gone. And right. I'm like, that's not reality. You right. can grow it to a point where someone else will see interest in it. But if it doesn't have all these processes in place, processes, whatever, yeah. they're not going to be as ad- interested in your business. Yeah. Well, they're not going to understand it either. Yeah. They won't yeah. get it. But now you can if you wanted to. Right. At that point, when you get to that point, right? Because a lot of the owners we meet, like Young Electric wouldn't necessarily be Young Electric without Keith in place. However, the, pro- the, proce- the processes that Keith—sorry, <laughs> I'm really <laughs> fucking everybody else—that uh. um, that Keith is putting into play now, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not in three months, but over the course of the next five, ten years. No, I would say I wouldn't even give it that long. I mean, you could you could take over Young Electric now, and you could at least have all the information you need to keep the business alive. It's true. It's very, very true. Which take that for what mm-hmm. it is. That's good or bad if someone thinks that's so a bad So mom and thing, pop contractor business, sub-trade whatever business, tradesperson's business, yeah. whether it's with a family name or, or what have you or your first name or whatever, it still has the potential to be an entity, a force out there 
if it's set up correctly. Mm-hmm. It'll be attracted to somebody else that's going to come yeah. into. I mean, I when I started in the industry, when I started in the industry, I saw a lot of younger trades not interested in taking over other people's properties. Yes, we had this conversation. But yeah. recently, I said the smarter move is to take over someone's yeah. property. Absolutely. I'm sorry. Why? Why reinvent the whole wheel? Start from scratch. Listen to as many podcasts mm-hmm. as you want, mm-hmm. and try to get as many lessons learned before you. Do. You're going to make these mistakes, but why not just dive right in and partner with somebody? Yeah. Yeah. If you're an employee or someone's coming in and you're a partner, and you're like, "Can I be part of profit sharing? Can I yes. and grow inside that business instead mm-hmm. of you starting from scratch?" So my dad actually wrote a book called "Hire Your Buyer," okay, where it's about business valuation selling to the management, right? And Harvard Business Review actually came up with a course where rather than taking the consulting route or the big banking routes, buy a small business. Yeah. Oftentimes you can buy a small business and you can 10X the value yep. with simple processes and, and tools in place. And I don't think people look at that very often as, a, yeah. as an avenue, but there are those mom and pop shops, the plumbing companies, the carpentry companies, the electricians that you know will have to close up shop. Once they retire, they may just get face value for the company because they don't have the yeah. correct sales process in place. Well, and they don't have they don't have real data to prove anything. Yeah, we got it. Well, that's the selling feature. Yeah, we have it. Where is yeah. it? It's in a box. We made this much. Here's the number. Yeah. Well, yeah. show me. Yeah. Well, okay, I'll show you, but it's in a box, and I got to get the box, and then we right. got to find the folder, and then we got to do this, and then, sure. Did you think that way, Keith, at the beginning when you started your business that this could be consumed by somebody else? No. But now you're thinking that. I don't think it. Um, like, I mean, I mean, I'm in it for the long game, right? It's, it's my passion. It's my love. But I would think of it more in an avenue if something happens to me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Say, heaven forbid, there's something I can't work. I'm gone. Whatever it is. Um, someone can jump on board and Young Electric can live on. Continue. Yeah. Because I think it's important. Yeah. I think it totally is important. Whether you leave because you want to leave and try something else or yeah. unfortunately if something terrible happens mm-hmm. but it could still grow it could still continue Absolutely. Yeah. yeah and you can see everything that young electric's done you could go back you can mm-hmm. look at previous you could like you're not there's there's no info that you can't pull out of this app that's not going to be beneficial you want to evaluate evaluate my business look at my company software You'll know yeah. everything you need to know. Yeah. And I mean, you can go, you can give them a statement. Yeah, this is how much money yeah. I made last year. Okay, cool. But if I can give you, this is how much money I made. These are all the jobs I made. Here's digitally every job <laughs> we did last year. You can click on any of them and see any info you want. I mean, that's got to be worth way more than just a statement at the end. As a future interest in something, yeah, I could care less about how much money you made last year yeah. or what your revenue was from the time you started a business to now. Yeah. I want to know about your employees and your business and your processes attached to everything. I want to know that because then I'll look at it and go, like you said, 10 exit. I can improve here. I can grow it here. Then I could take that. That number that you guys <coughs> created, that's one thing. Yeah. But what number I'm going to give it, that's another thing. Totally. That's where the value is, right? Yeah. Not only do you have the app, you also have the company playbook. So imagine there were a book written about your company. Yeah. And anybody that's who read that book would yeah. know about your company. I like that a lot. Yeah, I mean, if, you know, things don't seem to be going as they were. You have something to refer back to. Okay, yeah. this is this was our base. This is where we started. We need to get back to the the roots of what we had in this book because that's when things were good, right? Or if things aren't good, okay, we need to change this book. We have, yeah. but you have a base to start with. 
when I started as a project coordinator years back for the first time, they told me, all right, learn how to create a change order, learn how to make a PCO, learn, you know, learn how to make a budget. Yeah. So what I did was I would, I, I always like to work on two monitors. So I keep one monitor open of making a change order. And then I keep one open where I just put together this rough template and I used to call it the company I worked at their playbook. And as I was learning things on a, the first few months I was working there, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to write down all the steps it took me today to create a change order. And then I'm going to write down all the steps it took me today to create a purchase order. Write down all the steps it took me today to create a scope of work. And I just kept adding to that book, adding, adding, adding. Then six months later, I came to my boss at the time and put the book on his table. And I said, I think I, I wrote down 55 activities for, you know, what we do at this company. And I think the next employee, the next project coordinator you hire would benefit from it. I wish I had this book. And now they still have that book to this day. They're using it. Yeah. So that's what struck the chord in my heart to create books for subcontractors as well. Uh, I think we got to get close to wrapping it up, but okay. I just, is there anything else that you want to share? I mean, that we don't know yet. This is a real life scenario. This is a client of ours in the calendar that they used to keep. Everybody's like you that. Know? Like that's <laughs> what it's like, right? Yeah. If, if they want to think new tech, it's a, like, I guess it's not a piece of two by four, right? They're actually <laughs> using a whiteboard. Right. And the unfortunate thing is if they pull out the Sharpie from their pocket, right. Cause they use Sharpies on site. Yeah, we were talking on the way up here, and we came up with the phrase of uh, "death to the whiteboard." Yeah, that's like, a good one. Let's just get rid of the whiteboards, man. <laughs> and get rid of the cool kids with the glass whiteboards, right? Yeah, yeah no, I can't do that. Magnetic ones, no. Yeah. So, uh. so basically, I mean, I do want to go over um, pricing because I'm sure everyone's curious. Yeah, you know, no, what, what does it cost for all that? Too, right? but I, don't, I don't think it's crazy, crazy. But you share that. Definitely share with everybody. So if they're interested, yeah. So any interview is free. I love talking to contractors. How far I mean, are you going? Like, I mean, I know that you're starting in your area, but how far are you going to go? For initial interview, if you are out of town beyond Southwestern Ontario, then we'll likely start online. Okay. If you happen to pull the trigger and we're going to be a client that you're going to be working with, I make a point to meet all the clients that I work with. So I'm more than happy to travel to meet those clients if we're going to be proceeding with that engagement together. Okay. Um, I will meet with anyone once. I'm happy to talk about the contractor implementation technology we could do for your company because after that interview is completed, my team and I can then introduce you to the digital adoption plan, see if you qualify for that. So that's step number one, digital adoption plan, $15,000. You recoup that $15,000 in six to eight weeks. Okay. So keep that in mind. We split that up into two payments, $7,500 to basically get the engagement started and start developing the digital adoption plan. The digital adoption plan is then completed. Upon completion, you pay that outstanding $7,500. Then you get that $15,000 back deposited into your account in that six to eight week period. It takes us seven days to put together the digital adoption plan, seven days to put together the prototype. Now the prototype is based on a per user fee and we price it out based on the number of features you use. So a company like Young Electric, they have about 25 features, right? versus a company that we just onboarded last week has 12. So it varies per user based on the number of features that you require for your company. Next is the implementation of the tech, right? So beyond the company software, the other items we were talking about, whether it be cleaning up your company's document storage, yep. your lead tracker, your, your booking schedule, your company emails, anything along those tech implementation lines, that is a monthly engagement fee with your company. And that usually lasts about three to six months. We're usually able to completely transform your company in about three months. 
majority of the companies that we already have using that fee. Um, others like to keep us around for six months, right? They like to say, you know what? These three months have been great. Can you stay on with us for another three more months? Now, those fees are covered in the implementation loan. So between fifty dollars and $100,000 that you get from the government, interest-free, no payments in the first year for six years. Okay. So at every step of the way, the only out-of-pocket costs you have are the user fees per user, but you use the digital adoption grant for the plan, use the implementation loan for the implementation of the technology, and that's our suite. It's not a bad gig, man. Like, if you think about it, it's not bad at all. No, from a, from a business standpoint, you know, the end user, it's... You're already it running a legitimate business. You're already running... You just... You're not running it as efficiently as you should be running. Well, that, that per user cost... I firmly believe you're going to pay for it on its own just by the efficiencies. Like you're going to make up that money. Let alone the leads. Yeah. The, like the more, the work that's going to come in as a result. Mm-hmm. So that's meeting number one. Meeting number two, you get your company playbook with everything we discussed in the first meeting, all the tech we plan to implement for you along with timelines and key metrics so you know where your investment's going. Mm-hmm. Second, you get a software prototype completely branded to your company with the features that you've requested. And then three, you'll get an implementation proposal, which will completely outline the tech that we'd like to implement over the three to six month engagement with you. And that's what you can expect in the second meeting. It's good. No, it's very good. I'm not like, I'm just quiet. Usually I'm not quiet, but. um, Coming from a, a business owner, you know, business owner. I was an electrician, right? I didn't go to business school. I don't know all this business stuff, right? You went to the business but, school of hard knocks, man. And that's what it was. <laughs> and then now having this information, I'm telling you, it, it, it changes your view on the business and it's going to change. Like I guarantee you a company who can adopt this will grow their business. There's no way it won't yeah. like it, it, like it's going to grow. And if you don't want to grow your business, that's fine. You can make, your business more right, efficient back that you to have. The, yeah, mm-hmm. efficiency yeah. model, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think is what you will not have any more excuses. I don't have the time anymore mm-hmm. and I've dropped the ball here and I dropped the ball there professionally, mm-hmm. personally. Yeah. I think that yeah. you'll get rid of all that stuff, right? So that you're changing all the stereotypes with this is basically what you're doing, right? Which is great. Mm-hmm. And when we go over key company metrics, it's not always about how many, how much more business you've gained. It's more so about are you at the same level of business, but are you more profitable? And are you happier? Are you saving more time? Is your team happier? Is your team happier? That's, that's right? To me, that was one of the most important ones. Do we not always talk about that, that as you grow as a contractor and you um, get more experience, that you want to make more money for doing less work? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's not the general consensus when it comes to tradespeople. Like they no. don't, it seems like there are 60s and and older and they're still doing the exact same thing making the same amount of money and either economically growing the same way but if you have an opportunity to actually become a lot more efficient where you get older more experience Mm -hmm. and you spend less time make more money yeah yeah that's the win-win this grows with you right we may we may get to young electric could get to 25 employees and we need to implement something else on the app we know it's doable it's not like, oh, crap, we're getting to 25. I'm going to have to find something else. No, we're going to do the same thing. David, this is the problem. This is what we got to do. Off we go. You haven't had a problem that you haven't solved yet. No. And one thing that we're very proud of is the 11 companies we have on board, we've had no churn 
we've kept since day one. Everyone that we had on board is still with us to this date. Mm. And we'd like to keep it that way. Um, because, I mean, me personally, I have personal relations with each individual client. I probably speak to each owner of the company at least once, if not twice a week. We'll go for lunch. We'll do these things. And I want everybody who comes on my team to have that same relationship with the clients. I love it, guys. Cool. Anything else you want to share before we do the 10 questions? Nope. No? That's it? Uh, Keith here, Keith Young from Young Electrical Services, www.youngelectricalservicesltd.ca, and reach him on his email at Keith at Young Electrical, uh, sorry, Young. Keith at youngelectricltd.ca. That's it. There you go. I'm getting older, man. I can't see any of my, uh, IG is Young Electric <laughs> underscore, and he's on LinkedIn. He's on YouTube channel as well under Young Electrical Services. And David Mill here from uh, Shelta, uh, www.sclta.app. Uh, uh, and the phone number is 226-387-6758 and DM at uh, shelta.ca and then it's shelta.app. Ready for this? Let's do it. Curious myself, man. What's uh what everyday sound brings you guys joy? Weights clacking against one another. I have to say my kids. What's your favorite beverage? Espresso. Yeah, I'm with espresso, hundred percent. Least favorite tool. It's always interesting to ask a tech person that because I'm not necessarily always talking about tools, tools, yeah. construction tools. It could be anything in life, right? I mean, this is controversial, but I would say Microsoft Suite. Hmm. Mine is the sound of it is the worst, but it's efficient is the oscillating tool. <laughs> Can't stand the sound of it, but I you're love the sparky, tool. So you're electric. So you're either red or, or Makita. So no. Uh-oh. You're yellow? Well, I was hardcore yellow. Recently, though, the team Milwaukee's done a pretty good job at showing up to our shop and selling some stuff. And they're good at that. Yeah. <laughs> they're just taking the rule book out of all the crack dealers out there. <laughs> <laughs> it all works, right? Yeah. Nothing wrong with Milwaukee. They're all good. Yeah. Everybody's good. What turns you on creatively, guys? The opportunity to grow business. Collaboration. What word or concept do you find overused? Essentially. <laughs> Can't stand that. People That's do say Essentially. That. Yeah. Technically. Uh, well, technically, it, it's okay. Favorite curse word? Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what do you miss from your childhood? Oh, sorry, sorry. What is your favorite vehicle? Anything in the world? 1987 Ford Mustang. The 5.0? 5.0. 5-speed. Just before they started doing the <laughs> retro redesign and not having its own unique yeah. identity because the 5.0 still had its uniqueness, yeah. man. I'll take a notch back or a hatchback. It don't matter. Either one's good. Aston Martin DB9. <clears throat> it's a tech, nice one. Tech and trade. You could tell the difference here. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tough one. I try to figure out who would I choose between the two of them. That'd be a tough one. As funny as it is, I mean, they're both nice, mm -hmm. but... I'll keep that a secret. Uh, what do you guys miss from your childhood? Eating at my nona's house. Lack of responsibility. Food. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Food's always good. Doesn't matter what it was. Mm -hmm. Food's always good. If you could master a skill outside of your own expertise, what would it be? What's the next career going to be? 
could definitely be more handy around the house. I mean, I hire a lot of that stuff out, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm fit for anything other than electrical. <laughs> plumbing? No, absolutely not. There's no chance of plumbing. No, no. I don't Nothing know. Nothing else in the world? Yeah. I don't know. Can't think of anything? Maybe, maybe tech. <laughs> You're contributing already. Catching on to this pretty good. Last mm. question. If heaven exists, what would you guys like to hear God say when you arrive at those pearly gates? It's better to burn out than fade away. You don't have to put any more pot lights in. <laughs> <laughs> you got one big pot light up yeah, there. Huh? <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you so much for being on thank the show. You, thank really you, man. Appreciate, appreciate the time and the education. And I, was, I, I love talking to this kind of stuff. It's amazing. So I know we went a little bit longer than we normally do, but totally cool. I appreciate awesome. it. So thank you for having us. Pleasure. Thank you. Anybody can reach out to you on the emails and anybody's got questions because you're a yeah, user. Yeah, I mean, if they have questions totally for the end user, out, right? I mean, absolutely. Please reach out. Okay, cool. That's it. Angelina, we're out of here.